You're a little muffled. How's your audio? Oh, is it not coming there through? There we go. That's a lot better. You like your like your performing fellatio on it. That's what they taught me in radio. Uh-huh. Not that you visited Boys Town. So. <laughs> uh, I have I have uh, epiphanies. Would you would you like to g- descend into a rabbit hole of epiphanies? Well, since it's Wednesday at eleven fifteen, why not? Okay, I uh. So they are. You know about snowpack. Maybe not all of our listeners know about snowpack, right? I think I know what that is. Yeah. Right, snow yeah. comes down if you and don't it- get on it and get it off the road. And then all of a sudden it drops below 20 degrees. That turns into ice. Mm-hmm. And now you got to chisel it out. So if you're astute and on top of it, you will immediately tackle it uh, after the snow falls, before too many people or cars run over it, and you'll, you'll get it off. And then you'll have a nice clean um, <clears throat> sidewalk or road. Well, the apartment I'm at, uh, they waited until five days after the snow had fallen and it was an ice rink out there. And they lit, I don't know if they're going to continue it on, but they were having to like chisel it with one of those bobcats. <laughs> it was that bad. And so there's like this rumble and, and the noise. And I'm just like, fucking hell, you know. And then I had, I had an epiphany. Okay. <laughs> I, I realized some. The house I'm going to buy is basically on three acres. Right. Or the property I own is three acres. The house I'm going to build yeah. on it. And I, I, because we're here to advance people, right? We're here to help out the the peeps that tune in. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not kidding. I'm I'm not kidding. Like, <clears throat> there's always, for example, if you paid any attention, let's you can learn from your elders. Where should we be moving? What What should you have done instead of buying a starter home, a family home? Oh crap! I got divorced home, and then you finally settle. Where do old people go? Chad, I think we lost them. I think we lost you, Chad. He just froze up. This is how it goes. Are you, I think we Where got paused. Went? Okay, cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> Where do the old people go? Florida. Florida. Arizona. Uh, in part, why I wrote Reconnaissance Man. And think of probably $100,000 worth of savings and time and money if you just said, you know what? I'm going to go work in Florida. I'm going to buy mm-hmm. my property in Florida. I'm going to buy it in Texas. I'm going to buy it, buy it in Vegas. Maybe even Alabama. Some people kind of like going on there, quote unquote, the Gold Coast. <laughs> uh, so you could you could kind of watch. So I'm not joking when I say this, okay? I For all the men out there, but any of the women listening to, I think the optimal type of property to buy is where you don't, you don't have to have like a lot of land. You don't need a sprawling ranch. But you need enough land where you don't hear your neighbor's uh, it's your property and it's a small house, big land, small house. And then you don't hear nobody. You're truly on your own. I know everyone's got to live in an apartment building or a condo or, you know, if you're working, but your, your ultimate goal, like when you buy property, I've recommended this to, to a lot of the men out there who are like, well, I'm working in San Francisco and I'm making all this money, but I want to get down on housing now before it gets any more expensive. I said, good, go buy the land in Texas or wherever it is. But I'm, I'm adding to that now. You go buy the land and make sure it's at least two acres, three acres, and that no one else is going to build around it. That's what I would do. And then you have your peace, your calm, serenity, and you don't have the the snow plow. I mean, you could feel it. The house was shaking. It was that bad. But I think, thankfully, they, they ended before the podcast started. They actually do a pretty good job here about keeping the roads uh, 
they salt them and everything. So yeah. you don't get a lot of snowpack here, but mm-hmm. I, I sounds awful. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of shameful that, you know, in Minnesota, you kind of, you think they take pride. And 20 years ago, you did, you get down to the concrete. People knew how to drive in winter. Like you drive on the snow, not the ice. So you you'd shift your tires over. So it was riding on the median and the shoulder. And now, not solely become because of immigrants, although they're certainly contributing to it too, but the natives are just, they're, they're, they've lost it. They don't know how to drive. And, and like, you'll be like, what effing immigrant from whatever effing country that doesn't have the effing Somalis and the Somali. effing Asians? And then you get up there and it's, it's Sven. Who should freaking know better? You know, it's Bob. Bob the Suburbanite from Every Day I Need Attention. And uh, and then you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be so bigoted and pre- prejudiced. And uh, but then, sure enough, you'll see a Somali or an Asian person driving. They can't drive for shit. But uh, yeah, it, it, the the ability to handle snow uh, has just gone to pot in the Twin City or Minnesota in general. I'd say. I saw your post about riding your bike on that stuff, where the cops are saying it's stupid to do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell that to poor people <laughs> who don't have a car. All right. That's. Have you ever biked in winter? Have you ever done that? Uh, I tried it a few times here, but it's just not smart. It's, it's, uh, you can do it. Uh, and now they got bikes that have big fat wide tires with a lot of tread. So it's okay to do it. You're it's, it's mer- great workout because there's so much traction and friction with the wider tire. Uh, but you won't slip. And I remember doing it with a 10 speed and hmm. it really freaking sucked. Uh, but I didn't have to pay for parking for a year and a half, uh, working at Wells Fargo and, uh, I got great parking right downtown, right there, right on the parking ramp or parking mirror. You lock up your bike because someone was going to steal it in 10 below zero weather. Like, hey, I'm going to pedal off with this bike. I had, it was either, no, it was three bikes. I had three bikes stolen during uh, my two years in grad school. So Down in Notre South- Dame, really? Yeah. People would just walk around and look for bikes and just kill the bike locks somehow. Even the strong South ones. South Bend, Indiana them. had a bunch of bike thieves? Yeah. You gotta it's, be kidding me. It's really odd. And and the last couple were real pieces of shit because I knew I was going to get rid of them, you know, once I graduated and the thieves yeah. just took them anyway. <laughs> there, I remember you could kind of tell patrolling the campus, um, you know, at towards the end, immediately after graduation or the, the year end, <clears throat> there'd be all these crappy bikes that had gone through winter. People left them out and they just leave them chained up or locked up to parking meters or, or whatever else. And you could see like the, the chain was all rusted and, and, and people wouldn't even bother stealing those. <laughs> uh, but I remember one of my, would you want to hear a big story about Cappy working? One of my biggest all time heroic events working security. I do, but give me 20 seconds. I'm going to mess oh, with the, with all the oh. curtains being on. I'm all closing right. my... You're very fragile. I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm a snowflake. Hey, every day I need attention. <laughs> Go ahead, Edina boy. Such a, such a snowflake. There we oh, go. That's a little bit better. Oh, yeah, it's not okay? in my face. Um, hello, is this thing on? <laughs> you look a little peaked. You uh, have a good night last night? I, I did have a pretty good night last night. Um, got up way too early to go to the gym, and oh. here I am. What about oh, you? That's why your eyes are shut. Oh, I thought you were up t- late last night. I, no, I was. I was. Oh, you like, were? Okay. Way yeah, too late. Wow, and then you still went on and worked out? 
I knew I was going to do this, so I was motivated. Good man. <laughs> Good man. I I wouldn't. I've started throwing in the towel. If I don't feel like working out, I don't because I'm starting to listen to my body and the uh, cortisol levels. Cortisol, yep. Yes, yes, where I would force myself to work out. And technically, you would feel better, but you were just taxing your body. And I wonder why I'd get sick. So now I'm I'm Boomer Clary now. Boomer. I listen, I listen to my body. It's trying to tell me something. Well, I'm the new man on the Minnesota Vikings. It's a song lyric that's actually really funny. <laughs> what? There's this some song. It's from song they keep, some song they keep playing on the radio, and I'm sure guys in the chat have heard it. It's like new man on the Minnesota Vikings. Like that's one of the lyrics. And is this a country song? No, this is God. I don't know what this some is. Kind of. It's like uh, hip hip hop. Effeminate, effeminate. Oh, it's hip hop. It's like you know Nicki Minaj, Cardi B stuff that's just awful. But for some reason, even when I'm running, you know, I hear this song at least two times on the radio when I'm flipping around. <laughs> New man on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, it's uh, Lizzo. That's what it's called. We got um, oh. Mary Jo in the chat providing oh. the information. Does Mary Jo want to come on, or is she just listening to us and? Oh, bet she'll I've always, give. I've always wanted her to come on. I think she'd be a great host. Yeah, she'll give an excuse about, oh, I have to sell houses or something, but you know, I'm working. I'm working. What the hell is work? Latinas don't work. They just lie around and make babies and live off the white man's money. Isn't that what they do? <laughs> uh, we'll see, see she... now she she now she wants to come on. Now she she because uh, she can't defend herself. Uh you ought to arrange that sometime. That I do, well, she does actually have a real job as much as we pick on her, and and she's you know she's busy, and so um, there's been times. Plus, she doesn't have a computer. Oh yeah, That's... yeah. She got a phone. She's got a webcam. But I'm like, what do you plug it into if you don't have a computer? Oh, and I plug it into a computer. I'm like, oh. But, uh... I had. Um... I did want to rant about something, but it seems like we're both in good moods. So maybe I'm in a great mood. Say that. Yeah, I don't want well, to. I, well, what I, is it bad? Is this is this more work stuff or what? It's, it's one of those things where, like, if this happened to you, you would go fucking ballistic because it's okay. about it's about a human human beings like fucking up, and now it causes a problem for you. And it's not even related to my work. It's related is to this my like. Office. Does this involve children paying the price inevitably because parents fucked up somehow? Uh, it involves ordering something you were really looking forward to, uh -huh. and then it comes and it's like fucking beat up and barely functional. Oh, what you? Well, go ahead. What is it? You order some for your ma or your your? No, I, I got. Um, there was a Black Friday deal, so I jumped on a refrigerator, like a refrigerator freezer thing. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to put that in my. Office. You were looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's rare, man. Because once you get to our age, there's very few things men look forward to. Like, oh, I finally got this thing I want. Yeah, so you were looking forward to that, I know. And it's a it's a fucking it's full of defects. And when I contacted them, I'm like, look, you sent me this thing. I don't know if it's UPS or you guys who fucked up, but I took pictures of all the problems. Yeah. And their and their response was basically, oh, you know, ship it back and we'll send you another one. This thing is 70 pounds and it's like I got rid of all the the box because I didn't know it was going to be fucking defective when I, right. when I got it. You know, it still chills, but you can't close the thing all the way. So I, it's not no, it's it's see now that's what as much as I appreciate you doing all your Christmas shopping and all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program over at olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon button. Uh, some of those things you just got to actually physically go get. 
Yeah, you, I learned you that. You can't, yeah, you got you to gotta physically be there. Though, you know one of my most successful online purchases? What's that? A white suit. A white suit? A white right, I've suit. seen you wear that. You've seen me wear my white suit, and I thought like, uh, like, oh, yeah, and I'm like, well, the math makes logical sense. If I take my measurements, it should fit. And so you go online, Amazon affiliate program, olderbrother.com slash Aaron Clary. Uh, oh no, donate. <clears throat> and I put in my measurements and it came in fit like a glove. It was great. I think it was like wow. 85 bucks. That's I can only do it with shoes. Cause I know my shoe size, like anything that's involved with clothing, especially a suit. I, I just got to go to a store. I mean, hang, hang on. This is annoying me. I got to get the condom back on. What's <laughs> there, condom? Yeah, okay. this is a, I don't know. It's called a, a, a mic sock or something like that. I forgot what it was, but it keeps slipping down. Speaking of things that don't work, this was like way too big. It says, oh yeah, this fits the blue Yeti mic. And then you get in and it's like, just. <laughs> and then people gave me guff for having the, the thin blue line. Cops are like, is that for cops? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's for cops. Yeah, cops. that's right. It's not because the only rubber band I had was a blue one. This is totally for cops right here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, just to conclude my story, like my buddy, who's pretty handy, he's going to meet me at my office uh, later this afternoon and see if we can get this thing fixed. So what the door just doesn't close or something. It closes, but it just gets hung up. It won't go all the way. And it's because of the I don't know what you call it. The latch, I think, that is in between the freezer and the fridge that, yeah. that controls where the door opens. That thing is busted. So we'll see if we can fix it. I'm not shipping that thing back. I'm not going to do it. Sounds like Royal pain in the ass. What did it set you back? Oh, this was cheap. It was like one sixty. Ooh, that's so, still a lot of money. That's still worth your time. Maybe uh, to send it back. Well, what I'm going to do is ask for a refund. I'll keep showing him pictures and be like, look, I don't want to send this thing back. You can give me partial refund, you know, something like that. But you sent me a defective product. Well, so, write a review of them. Oh, I'm going to give them what's, one what's, star. What's, what's the name of the company? I don't mind blasting them over here. It's called Costway, and they had Costway, Costway, and they had good Amazon reviews for the most part um, regarding the refrigerator I bought. All right. So yeah, I mean, I had a great rest of the day, but the beginning of my day sucked by getting that defective thing. I, dude, I know, man. You're all because. Ex- all right, think about it. The older you get, <clears throat> the novelty of everything wears off. When you're a kid, you'll get excited about a stick. Oh, I've never seen a stick <laughs> like that before. Holy Ooh, cow. Look, boxes. There's, Let's there's build a, a fort. There's a frog, and it's not a toad, which are way too common in childhood. Like, oh, that's just a toad. You actually see a frog, motherfucker. You're, there's a turtle. <laughs> then you get older. You know, you've tried all the scotches. You, you've, you've been here. You've been there. There's very few things you get to look forward to in life as an old man. Right. And also, yeah, then you get that thing. Oh, boy, I can't wait to. Like Borderlands 3. I, and even more so than that, Red Dead Redemption 2. One of the few things I was looking forward to, I was very excited for both those video games. <clears throat> and were they Red disappointed? Dead Re- they were very dis- well, Red Dead Redemption 2 was very disappointing. Uh, Borderlands 3 was not a letdown in terms of play, but they had to add vagina. They just went, <laughs> they got a big tube of vagina and sprayed vagina because now all the, all the NPC characters are women. And it's so stereotypical. It's just like, oh, snap. I'm going to kick that motherfucking ass. Who dang, I got my gun. Blast, blast, blast. It's like, <laughs> look, not every chick needs to be Harley Quinn from the Joker. Okay? You know, if you want to be really edgy, hey, here's a nice, nice kept woman. Uh, uh, kept. Kempt. 
uh, who's nice and sweet and kind and is demure. You know, that would be really edgy. And But it was just roundhouse kicking chick cop girl after roundhouse kicking chick cop girl. And so you just like, and you, they, you can't fast forward through the, the cut scenes. So you're like forced. So you just put it on mute. And then, and yeah. then you go back to shooting. So, so the gameplay hasn't changed at all. They stuck with that formula. But then Red Dead Redemption 2 was, it was it, literally a chore because they make you do chores. You have to bail hay. You have to make your horse happy. You have to pet the <laughs> horse. You have to comb the horse. You got to clean the horse. I'm like, dude, fuck off. That doesn't I, sound funny. No, it's like they had it. What's your favorite dish? What's your favorite food? Uh, a pizza. Pizza. Okay. Do you have a favorite pizza place you go to? There's a few around here I really what's like. Your, what's yeah. your favorite pizza place in all of Chicago or the world or wherever? Uh, it's a place called uh, GGO's. It's the New York style, which makes me unpopular. Everybody likes the fucking deep dish. Whatever. Here. It doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. your favorite is GGO's New York pizza, right? Yeah. So you go there because that's your favorite pizza, right? Sure. What if they fucked with the ingredients? It wouldn't. If it made it worse, it meant uh, I'm going to stop going there. Right. And that's what they did with Red Dead. That's what they do with everything. They just can't fucking leave it alone. It's like you had the perfect formula. You see, this is what I like about Borderlands 3. Borderlands 1 and 3, indistinguishable. The only thing is the NPC cutscenes in Borderlands 3. But everything else, gunplay, gun handling, the, the variety of weapons, the movements, the controls, the, the scenery. I'm a little, I wish it wouldn't be so depressing. The music could be better and the, the, they could have like a happy board. But aside <laughs> from that, aside from that, Borderlands is, it got the right formula. All right, they put olives on my pizza i'll just pick the olives off it's not that it's still the same pizza red dead redemption it's like well, yeah we got that exact remember red dead redemption one we got that exact same pizza but then we took a big old pile of shit on it <laughs> with replete with shit because huh? you wanted shit to do right you wanted to like pet your horse bale hay you have to take a bath i mean you just eat and like fuck dude you had it and it's not like olives where you could pick up. This is shit. Now it's infusing into the cheese and the pepperoni. And, and now I got to throw the whole pizza away. So I, I actually mailed it to a buddy of mine. <laughs> I said, here. He's like, don't you like it? I'm like, no. It, and it was just, and there. It, and that was the same thing. It was such a letdown because I was looking forward to it. Another one. Another total crushing defeat. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You saw the movie? First yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was brilliant. I was like four out of four stars. I loved mm -hmm. one of my favorite movies. It was a while ago, yeah. It was a while ago. Second one came off. Dude, I, I was like almost thinking I was going to dress like Rocket Raccoon. I was almost like I'll grab the nieces to get an excuse for me to dress like Rocket Raccoon, all right? <laughs> and then I go, I think it was even opening day, and it was a Massengill commercial. It was <laughs> horrible, and I was just like, and it gives you nothing to look forward to. It like threatens, like, do I have anything to look forward to in life? Is this it? Is this Wait. like letdown after letdown is all I get? Didn't you do a whole video about that maybe on Monday about what's left to look forward to? Yeah. Yeah. Someone paid me to do something that was positive. So there is, there is, there is something to look forward to. But in terms of materialism, to be a little kid again, like, you know, my mind is, what do you want for Christmas? Like, I don't, I don't need, you know, give me a gift card. 
I guess I can buy toilet paper. I, I know I'm going to need that. I, I guess I'll need some boxers this year. Just give me a gift card. But there's no toy. There's no thing. There's nothing where I am giddy to open up the gift and hopefully it's a Nintendo or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I To put it in a positive spin, mm-hmm. we don't have a ton of wants and needs. You know, there's minimalism, right. but we don't blow our money because we don't need to. So something positive about it. Right, right. And and I and I am truly thankful for that because it you know, when you're when you're younger, not not talking all that much younger. Uh even people our age today, even people older than us, everybody thinks they want to be rich. Yeah. You, know, you think you want to be rich. And yeah, you do. You you do want to be rich, but I people we were talking about before, if this book I have coming up, which I actually think might actually become a bestseller. I'm I'm thinking there's like a 5% chance, not only because of the topic, but because Pat on the back. It's very well written so far, uh, except you're editing it, so you might have a different opinion. Um, it's good so far. Yeah. It's, it's anyway. I think it's got potential. This might be the rocket that escapes Earth gravity. Um, it's like, well, what? What if all of a sudden I was dumped with a hundred, you know, not a hundred million, but you know, like a two million dollars? It was five hundred thousand. I'm like, you know what I would do? I'd I'd buy like a donk. <laughs> and, a, and a 1972 Mach 1 Mustang, which is about 35, 40 grand. And that'd be it. You know, like there's nothing. And I, I, and I throw it into an index fund. Because index that's you don't need it. So everyone who thinks that they need money and wealth is like, no, you really don't. Once you get to this level, then it's it's more freedom and time. But the, there's still that twinge of just once I'd like a material item to get me excited. Mm-hmm. Just once. So. Well, have you ever, I know you preach against this and you even did it on, I think it was Facebook very recently. Mm. Same money was no issue. Would you still get like old beat up cars or would you just go for something new? Oh, dude, if I actually made millions of dollars, I wouldn't tell anyone. I'd drive a piece (laughs) of shit car. Yeah. Like, see, the thing with the donk is like you could get them for 15 grand. They're still half the price of a new car. Yeah. Uh, and no one's going to know, well, that's Aaron Cleary. Oh, that's Moneybags Cleary over there. They're not going to think because I'm driving an 88 Chevy Caprice Classic hooped up on like 25-inch rims that, oh, yeah, he's he's loaded. They're going to be like, what's the white boy driving the tongue for? <laughs> so I don't think that's going to tip my hat. The house I'm building, you know, no, you. I, I don't know what. I, honestly, I'd start helping out some people I know. Like I know a couple families where, you know, they got kids. I'm like, all right, here's some money. Mm-hmm. Your house is paid off. Don't fucking tell your kids you paid off the house. And don't <laughs> dare fucking spoil your kids. You got to keep this on the down low. Because uh, I know a lot of families, they're not struggling, but they deserve it. You know, they're working hard. And yeah. uh, I'd rather help out. There's some some clients I have, one in particular, where, you know, I got to be careful because he's not an adult. But it's like, yeah, kid, you need a hundred grand. And here's your hundred grand and swear to fucking Christ, you know, this goes to rent, food, clothing, and shelter until you got your degree and everything else paid off. Uh, so that's kind of where I'd probably end up tossing my money. Um, but yeah, there wouldn't be, you're not going to see me coming in like with a, you know, fur coat with rings and bling yeah. and sideways. Now I'm not going to do that. It's good to have not many wants and needs. I think it gives us an advantage. I mean, I feel that way. Oh, it does. But yeah, but then you're, you're so advanced along, you know, the bell distribution curve of humans, not in terms of intelligence, but in terms of wisdom and success. 
you know, good luck finding somebody who's also at that stage doesn't want wants and needs. Heck, I even had to tell the GF, I'm like, you're done. You're not you're not in charge of the house anymore. <laughs> You've she made wanted- your con- Oh God, you give women now, guys, here's another epiphany. All right. We we another of the rabbit hole of epiphanies. If you're ever gonna build your house, here's how you do. It. I'm saving you guys think I'm joking. You think this is bullshit. And any every old man in the comment section, whatever old men are they're gonna agree. If you're gonna build a house, you go to the wife or the girlfriend before you even announce you're gonna build a house. And you say, if we were to build a house, what are your top five things you'd need to have in that house? And then they'll come top five. So, and it's going to be certainly a walk-in closet. It's going to be a double vanity. Uh, kitchen. A kitchen with adequate. You know. No, not dish. Well, that's kind of standard now. Yeah. They might tell you, I want an island with this type of thing. And the oven, I guess, is very key. Mm. Uh, the woman is traditional. And you take notes and say, oh, what, what kind of oven? Oh, I like the one with the convection oven and then the, the shooty thing that goes up and, and blasts and the, uh, the microwave on top of you take notes. What's a double vanity? Because you don't fucking know because you're a guy and you look at it. It's just two sinks. Oh, so your shit in, ain't in the way of mine and you don't really want to sign up <laughs> for that one. The walk-in closet, make sure dimensions are all right. And then you know what you do? <laughs> you go to the builder. You say, build this house with these five things in it and the other things that I want. And then you don't have her say anything. She has no say in anything at all. Because they will go down to the fucking, what kind of knobs do you want on the, on the, on the uh, cub- cabinetry? And you're like, fuck, I don't even know what kind of knobs we got on our cabinets now. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They will sit and spend hours between this shade of blue or this microscopically slightly different shade of blue and you're like realizing the house will never get built if a woman has not not put in charge oh shit you'll never even break ground if the woman's in charge if she has a say in anything it's going to be 10 years before that house is even started (laughs) so you just wife gf what do you want you don't bring her in this is not a team lead you take some advice. You don't even tell her. You don't even tell her the house is being built. You wait till the house is built. And you say, hey, guess what? I got a big surprise for you. And like, here's our new house. And then they'll be like, oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. This is amazing. And the fact that it's a new house, they will overlook the fact that, they, that you have handles instead of knobs on the cabinetry. They'll just be excited and you avoid yourself a world of pain, a world of pain. So we yeah. have a ton. Oh, we do. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out. I think yeah. you're going to get a kick out of what I'm about to say. All right. One of my dad's former coworkers when I was growing up. So I've known him like 30 years at this point or more. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the chat. He's a fan of yours. Really? I, didn't, I didn't know this. And he's like, no Chad, kidding. that's awesome to see you, you know, um, on your channel, his name's Everett Orr, and he's it's so bizarre. He didn't he didn't know that you co-hosted uh, pretty much all the time on the older brother I, podcast. I don't think he had any. I, don't think, I I doubt he had any idea, but um, he was telling me his kids have kind of found the red pill and internet. Good. At least one of them. So he Good. he's come here. So he's in the chat. So that's pretty cool. You know what it is better than what's that? Finding your daughter on a porn site. I bet you that's a lot better. <laughs> the the neighborhood girl who grew up in. Grew up too much. That's 
That's some boomer men didn't want to see. I I wonder how much that's happened on these old time men now. They they find their daughters on like chatterbait or something. Sure, somebody finds you know, or maybe not him, but you know, he goes to the office and Frank comes in. Frank's like, oh. "Hey, Charlie, what isn't your daughter's name uh, Elizabeth, but not with a Z? <laughs> <laughs> I might want to look at this website." <laughs> She, um, so yeah, I've, you know, I have a couple clients that do this, but it never occurred to me to ask, you know, what's, where does your dad live or do you have a dad? I might do that next time. Just curious. I, I my folks won't even tune in because I don't think they're ashamed, but they're kind of ashamed. Like they don't agree at all. <clears throat> like With my you? mom can. Yeah. They can't, they can't stand it. Well, number one, look, I, I don't know why you would tune in unless you're the part of the demographic. My dad uh, used to do it. Well, yeah, no, but he he's part of the demographic. But uh, I've I've said it before. I'll explain it again. Like my ma would buy, uh, she did buy the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, you are worlds removed from that book. Why would you? Well, I kind of. But if it's the podcast, yeah, they won't tune in because of the cursing and the swearing. <laughs> and it's like, well, maybe you guys shouldn't have been Christian. Maybe you should have loosened the fuck up a bit. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm glad people tune in. All right, let's go ahead and get through these super chats. Uh, okay, uh, Chris and Phoenix won for $1.99. Why not wait for the BB to pass before buying land? BB? Um, I don't know. Busty babe? Big boobs? Like, why not wait for the big... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the BB is, yeah. Right. Baby boomers. I said, okay. Oh, baby boomers, yeah. Yeah, but see, here's the problem with the baby boomers is they got McMansions and uh, houses are just way too... You, you've heard about this, the articles in the New York Times, not New York Times, <clears throat> the uh, Wall Street Journal, where uh, boomers are downsizing mm-hmm. and millennials are just trying to get their first starter home. Yeah. Which means they're going after the same homes. And guess who's going to win in that bidding war? Of course, it's going to be the uh, worst generation no, ever. No, I don't know if they're You don't worst. think? No, I did the math. It's it's um it's uh it's the millennials. They really are that bad. No, you did write the book. Yeah, I did write the book. And I did some research and number on that. I need to get caught up on what you sent. I'll check it out. Please do. Yeah, cuz I'm I am the more good news. You're in a good mood. I'm in a great mood. I finished part one of the book. Mm. And so now it's machine gun time because the next chapters are all just burp, 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 like that. And you've uh, sent me all of the chapters for part one, right? Yeah. I sent you chapter 10 last night, yeah. which is again, not a long one, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, that first half is done. I'd almost say two thirds of the book is done based on time, but cool. maybe not pages. You know, so, uh, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm in a good mood for that. Uh, Nonstop Dre for $2. Morning, gents. Cappy ties. Thanks you. Thank you, Nonstop Dre. Well, here's Mary Jo. She, you know. She was in there earlier, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. But since we don't have any good-looking people uh, usually showing up on the on the Super Chats, we might as well show uh, Mary Jo. Are you still getting new pictures for your Patreon? Yeah, she sends me. I don't. I have more pictures. I just don't want to machine gun them out either yeah yeah you know you gotta you gotta be a little bit sparse with those keep uh keep demand up although it is i am due if you guys wanted to you can go to my patreon if you become a patron member uh you get access to sanity is the future of wealth the road trip podcast mm. and none of you guys give a shit about that uh the, more importantly you get uh pinups of the lovely mary joe 
I'm guessing that's a huge draw. I'm wondering, is there a way I can show a picture? Hang on. Let me take a look at something here. You can show, uh, if like, if you go into the room, you can share screens. You could put something up. And... Yeah, let me pull up one there. Let me share this screen. Let me see if I could share the screen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just fucking share this screen, you stream. Right? What are <laughs> Tips. Hey, did you know? No. Don't show the shit. Just show the fucking. Damn, we were in such good oh, moods. Will you allow StreamYard to see your screen? StreamYard. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Here, I'm going to see what happens that... if I. Okay, here. Do you see oh, that? Oh, I see it. Yeah. Now, how's that? Perfect. Is that good? Yeah, it's perfect. All right, now how do I go back? It's really good. Um, I know. It's so How so... do I get back? I'm not sure. Like, there's got to be a way to click out of that thing. Um, oh, I just, or you, or you could just leave it here the whole time. I'm sure oh, there we go. Complained. I'm back there. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to see pinups like that, they're not R or anything. Maybe PG-13 esque. Um, Damn, looking good. Yeah, you guys, you guys are all fine. That I can't. Oh, here, stop screen. All right, say goodbye. Everyone's like, no, no, assholes <laughs> again. <clears throat> uh. So, yeah, you get that at Patreon.com. She, now, I know this may shock you. She's actually an intelligent gal and a fun gal to talk to. She's um, not just a pretty set of tits. Well, she's done a couple of videos, which I enjoyed for you. She has. She puts her um, opinion in there. I'm like, Mary Jo, no one cares about your opinions. <laughs> just, just, just read the script, girl. Just read the script. <laughs> I'm going to get my opinion anyway. I'm like, all right, just read what I said first. She has some quite uh, nice opinions. Yes. Uh, Always has two great opinions. <laughs> Our good buddy, Athamel Decua, listened to Doc Perrone's podcast. Yeah, he was on it. He interviewed uh, Atham. Oh, yeah. He sent that last night. Yeah, I'll check that out. Yep. Um, yep. So he was on that. Let's see what else. Hang oh, on. we got a nice $10 one from Joshua right. Landrum. Did you find it? Oh, hang on. <laughs> Josh Landrum. Yeah, I'll read this one. Okay. I'm a sophomore in college. Should I study to become an enrolled agent? Ultimate goal is to become a CPA. I want to become an enrolled agent to become marketable. What do you think, Chad? Is it worth it? So here's the problem with enrolled agents. Do, do you know what an enrolled agent is? Yeah, I can go work for the IRS and kind of help out people with their taxes or something. You can also basically do what I do, but you know... You don't quite have the marketing. A, a CPA, this is what I was going to answer. A CPA is, it's hard to get, but it's basically marketing because when you see somebody's a CPA, it basically means they know their shit and they're safe. Whereas an enrolled agent, you're pigeonholed into only working in tax. And what? you well, go, go ahead. ahead. I, have, I have a question though when you're done. Well, when you're an enrolled agent, at least from what I've seen, it's it's hard to start your own practice. You can get work, you know, you can work for H&R Block, you can work for another CPA that has a lot of clients, but it's just what I've seen. It's hard to market yourself as an enrolled agent compared to a CPA. Well, see, his ultimate goal is to become a CPA. So I'm, I think what his question is, while he's in college now... Uh, oh, would it, would it pay? And that's all. That's what I always thought the enrolled agent agent was good for. Is you're not a CPA yet, but you're on your way to doing that. 
And why not have that on your resume and get a little bit of experience? Wouldn't that, wouldn't that help? That, if it's like that, you know, if he wants to start there and then get a CPA, and yeah, I probably misread it. I don't think that's a huge problem if you have time to get the designation and, you know, the do the required continuing education every year. It can't hurt you, but I'm, you should diff. I, I'm going to look up what they make because I'm thinking that might be a great idea. National well, average salary for an enrolled agent is approximately 45000 So that's Yeah, uh, it's yeah. It's well, like being a staff accountant. Well, but here, here, here's my point. Josh is a sophomore. Mm-hmm. You know, where is he going to make $22 an hour? His options are security guard, which, again, I, I volunteer for and because <clears throat> he can work on the job. He can maybe uh, work a customer service, you know, a service mm-hmm. industry with tips. If he's lucky, he might make 17 an hour. But where he gets experience, he can put it on his resume. That's going to look good. I imagine too big four if you want to get into sure. big four, right? Because yeah. it's not like, oh, I'm a, nothing wrong with being a bartender or a barista. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But in terms of him advancing towards becoming a CPA, I don't know. I, and it's 22 bucks an hour. That's damn good pay for a little bit of summer work. Or maybe he takes well, less. That, what? No, that was the other thing I was going to say. Like, you know, when you're really busy, it seems to line up when you're busy in school, too. You know, like you got the winter semester and then the fall semester. Uh-huh. And then you got if, summer. Well, I was going to say, what if he took summer classes and then like took only half a load during you know winter semester or spring semester? That would be perfect. Like if he finds a situation where he can sink or swim at his own level in terms of working during busy season as an enrolled agent, it's mm. that would be perfect. I just don't know if there's a lot of opportunities like that, but there may be. There may be part-time EAs. But wow. it's but it's during tax season predominantly. Yes. There. Okay. All right. Yeah. Really I, only. Yeah, I I still think it because everyone's in a rush to graduate. I'd almost say it'd be worth like delaying. You know, he just does it for one year to get it on his resume. Yeah. And to make a little bit of cash. I mean, you're right. If he can balance it out working online or uh, uh, working and then uh, taking a class or two and then making up for it in summer, I think it's possible. The one yeah, thing I don't know enough about, and I should, is like, I don't exactly know what the requirements are to become an EA. I know you have to pass a pretty difficult test, but beyond that, I, I just don't know how, how hard it is. So, All right. Well, if he's going to become a CPA, he might as well get used to taking a test to become an enrolled agent. And he'll pass the regulation, which is the tax section. He'll pass mm-hmm. that, no problem. So Okay. Uh, let's see. Where did we... I think I got the the correct next one. Yeah, you did. Um, oh, this one's for you. Is that $10? What's the R? Is that reals? Is it Rand from South Africa? Rand? That could be. Hang on. R. Rand? I want to say uh, reals from uh, Brazil. Hang on. Let me look up currency. What is the R currency? R. Uh, you were right. South African Rand. Oh, Six it? cents. It's seven cents on the dollar. What is that? Really? That's Seventy cents. Fuck this, you, Rodrigo. No, this is seventy cents. <laughs> seventy cents. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's... YouTube doesn't. It, all YouTube does is look at the numbers. Like, hey, ten dollars. He gets a lot of character. Or ten. He gets a lot of characters. It's like if someone wanted to write a, a book, they should donate in yen because it's a hundred dollars or Zimbabwe. Like on the one hand, I appreciate the little way he bucked the system there, but then yeah. it's like seven cents, <laughs> seven cents. God, all should we read it? I mean, yeah, yeah, no, he, we got to give him credit for bucking the system like that. 
Uh, Cappy, dating a girl who has a real job, is libertarian, kind, thin, and does ballroom dancing. Yeah, he's lying. No, no, that doesn't exist. What's his <laughs> name? What's his name? Rodrigo. Pro. No, the, when he when he finally takes her pants off and there's a dick there, I want to know what his oh. name was. <laughs> Ray John. No, okay. um, <laughs> I haven't seen him today, so oh, he's um, he, he probably working or something. Well, he wanted to know where you put her in the bell curve of women, but we don't think she's real. So. Yeah, I don't think she's a one. No, I mean, so far, uh, libertarian, that puts her right in the 1%. She has a real job. You know, well, in ballroom dancing. Um, Guys do that, right? Yeah, they yeah. But what I'm saying, uh, okay, for example, not there's no moral uh, statement or no, no ethical statement in ballroom dancing. And, and it's not bad either. But if you're a libertarian, that indicates you have a moral compass. You've thought about things differently. She works a real job. She has made a moral decision to be a contributing member to society. Not, well, I'm going to go be a social worker and a journalist. And where it's like, I'm lazy, I'm lazy, I'm lazy. Fuck you, pay me, I'm lazy. Um Ballroom dancing is just uh, an additional statistical uniqueness, but it does not reflect upon her as a, uh, her caliber as a character. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And I'd like to backtrack if we can. He clarified yeah. in the chat. This is actually money from Brazil. He's oh, in Brazil. Brazil. money in Brazil. Oh, and um, somebody else Brazil. said $2.40. So oh, uh, um, not as bad as 70 cents. Right, the internet lied to me. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's a nice accent that she's ballroom dancing, but the fact she has a real job, that puts her in the top third of women because most women don't have real jobs. Two thirds of the women have some made up bullshit job. I would like to know what the job is. Like maybe he'll yeah. tell us that. Um, libertarian, that's the real one that knocks it out of the park because it's rare enough of a girl simply is not a leftist. Okay. Yeah. If she's a stated Republican, that's even rarer. But if she's an actual libertarian, that means, she, you know, because a lot of gals who are Republican, like, oh my God, like Ronald Reagan was amazing. And you're like, yeah, but you don't think about libertarian means you got a philosopher on your hand and somebody who has intellectual honesty. So that's that. That right there is a, a selling point. Then you got thin and kind. What's her name? Have her, you know what, Rodrigo, send her over to me and I'll. I'll suss her out. I'll I'll uh, interview her. We'll see person. a picture too. Wait, no, just send her over to me, and oh, uh, okay. I'll take care of it. And I'll let you know. I'll let you know, Rodrigo. No, that's uh, I'd put her in the top one percent. She is a physiotherapist that works in a hospital. Physiotherapist? Is that a real one, or is that like I'm a kinesiologist I, or some physio? I've heard the term, but I'm not really sure what they do. Physiotherapist. Uh, you know what? Let's just do BLS because if it's a legit field, they will make a lot of money. Eighty-seven, eighty-nine, eighty-eight thousand dollars a year. Okay, yeah, that's that's legit. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's a keeper. I mean, assuming your personalities get together, but it does get. You know, remember Sundown and Top Gun? Top Gun. Hmm. It's like, what do you mean it doesn't look good? Doesn't get to look any better than that. That's uh. That's what Rodrigo's got so far on paper. On paper, there needs to be a courtship. I'm a visual person on these matters, but <laughs> I understand. Hang on. Let me see if I could share this. Oh, no, I got to. Let me find if I can't find another. No, 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 no. Oh, these are. What are these you doing? Are, uh, I'm trying to find another. I have a model folder. 
where all the girls that have sent pictures I can use for models later. Mm. Uh, let me share the screen. Let's check the chat. Is this one? Yeah, there we go. There. How's that? That is phenomenal. You're okay with that? <laughs> yeah, okay. that uh, meets. Go to old. Yeah, uh, what is it? Patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. And, and these are the, the more PG versions. How do I go back to remove from there? Go back here. There we go. Oh, stop screen share. All right. Wonderful. <laughs> Give me money. Uh, uh, nonstop Dre. Handle this one, Chad. Nonstop Dre for two bucks. Are you going to see the new Star Wars movie? I already know the answer to that one on your end. I'm not. I don't think I'm, you are either. I'm not. I didn't even know a new one was coming out. The Rise of Skywalker? It's um, still oh. with the kick-ass woman, you know, all that stuff. Well, of course. But is it going to end now? Oh, this never ends, dude. They're going to have no. these things. Until until we're both dead, I feel like they're going to have Star Wars movies. <laughs> well, you can buy tickets for it now. I just want to... The Wikipedia... I'm not oh, going to see that. Um, the Rise of Skywalker is an upcoming American epic space opera film produced, co-written, co-written by J.J. Abrams. It'll be the third installment of the Star Wars sequel trilogy following The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and the final episode of the nine-part Skywalker saga. Doody doo booty boo. Hmm. I, I didn't even watch any of the first two because they were so politicized and nobody liked them. That yeah. I trusted that I, uh, I'm not going to go see it. Uh, I, I guess I, the Mandalorian is doing well, mm -hmm. but it, here's, let me ask you this. You and I are not Uber geeks. We're geeks, but we're not like Beckloff, Becklovian level of geeks. We have, I think we both have reasonably good social skills and all that. Right, but you've read a comic book here or there, and you know yeah, I've sure. watched Cowboy Bebop, and I've played Dungeons and Dragons and all that. But I've never owned my own comic book store like Chris Beckloff has. Correct? <laughs> we're not that level. Yeah, that's uh... we're not. You know, so one th what I don't understand is okay. You got the Star Wars universe. Does it always have to have a tie-in? to what was originally canon i know it's got to remain consistent but does everything like the the uh the han solo movie solo uh now we're doing the mandalorian oh look yoda's there uh in the <clears throat> sequels i guess chewy had an appearance r2 it's like why don't you just hey a thousand years before the republic uh, some really cool other stuff was going on. Why can't we do that? And, and I've seen a lot of these video games are better than the damn movies because at least it's original. Yeah. In other words, they can't. Okay, now you have this universe. You have this environment. Can you make a whole new story? It's like, oh, no. Hey, where did Bubba Fett come from? Soon it's going to get to the point. Well, we're going to make our spinoff movie of that little guy, uh, the little creature with the pointy ears going, eh, hey, 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 that was eating <laughs> uh, uh, three CPO's eyeball out. You know, so... As a non-geek, as a non-comic book store owning geek, you know, low-level geek, am I am I wrong in that? Like everything has to be a rehash or something? Uh, as somebody who I don't, I'm not a comic book geek, and I don't follow all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I can almost tell instantly that none of it's original just by watching the yeah. previews. 
you know. Well, and, so. and I even I do listen to the Beckloff because I like to get my geek on. He's talking about, yeah, so they did this crossover with Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <clears throat> Why don't if it if it comes down to that, I think they even did a Scooby Doo meets something. <laughs> I think maybe it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Apparently, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the mortar in between all the bricks that you could do cross. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet Batman. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet Wolverine. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles meet Scooby-Doo and the gang. It's like, that's the hint. That's the time that maybe you ought to come up with a new character. Completely new world. Start from scratch. And, and oh, we're gonna make a movie of it. I'm like, great! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Batman Wolverine Part Seven. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. There's enough uh, people obsessed with that, that that they're always gonna get people to see it. I guess. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Man. All right, what's next? Um, oh, Nick, Nick Schulander is here. He Morning, Ted. At nickshulander.com for all your digital marketing needs. If you need someone to do your digital marketing, go to nickshulander.com. Excellent. I wonder, if they, I wonder if they got snow in Pullman yet. Um, you know, it's funny. We haven't had snow here, but I know you had like a freaking blizzard yeah. a few days oh, yeah. ago. Well, they're jackhammering off the ice all day today. It was WF Jacoby for $2. I've never missed money spent on tools. That seems like some worth investing. Yes. In. Yes, I'll tell you. Um, when that my I got a three car garage being built, and uh, it's not even necessary for the cars. It's so I can have tools and I can wrench on my vehicles. And I made the the roof high enough that I can jack up my car and get underneath it. So I'm <laughs> not doing that like roll down crap on my back or anything like that. No, it's like it's up there. I'm like wiki 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 wiki, and then it's like hey oil pan filter thing, and I'm done. Um, so I'm really looking forward. <clears throat> to get in that that wall of tools you know like you get you hang it up might even outline the tools on the boards so i know this is where the hammer goes and this is where the other hammer goes and this is where the wrench goes i can't wait to and it's gonna smell like freshly cut wood that's what it's gonna smell like almost feel like bob villa via bob villa <laughs> wonder if that guy's still alive bob villa yeah he's still alive holy yeah. cow we did have a lot of super chats. Yeah. Um, here. here, I'll I'll do this one. Um, for two ninety nine, Jared Pugh wants to know where does payroll taxes go on Schedule C form ten forty? Fat single moms on welfare. That's where all your money goes. That's where it ends up. Well, I, I wonder if he's more saying like where on the actual return I, do I? Report? I know. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's <laughs> this is all kinds of interpretations for this. Uh, so it actually, it, it goes from Schedule C, and then it immediately goes to a form called Schedule SE, which can be short form or long form. And then it goes on line 57 of your Form 1040. Let me test your knowledge here. Me? Yes. Do you remember why we did a, you know, we switched you up a little bit with right. some things? Do you remember why we did that? Uh, the goal was to make me an employee. So I did not have to pay as much in self-employment tax. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay. Yes. Exactly. I, I do recall that. Yeah. Dude, that's a fucking stab and a half. 16.5. No, 15.6%. It's, it's double taxation. Yeah. It's double taxation. Yeah. No, I know. God almighty. So Jared, if you have a business and you're making a lot of money, um, and you're still on a schedule C, you need to change that and do what, you know, 
both of us did and what I've had a ton of other people do. Chad, do you know any place they could go on the internet to get that service done for them? <laughs> well, there was this one website. It was uh, elkincpa.com. Yeah. It's got a contact form in there. Maybe. So see if that guy can help you. Maybe, maybe. Did my buddy ever get in contact with you? The one I said he had he had retirement issues. Not issues, but he had he had to do something with like 401ks, IRAs, that kind of thing. I don't think he did. I remember the email Damn you it. sent. Whenever somebody like my role is whenever somebody wants to connect me, I, I it's on them to contact me. Like I'm not gonna reach out and be like, so you know, tell me about your situation. Play. Do you yeah. have money you could give me? <laughs> uh Brian Dean for five dollars. How do you handle endless questions about clothes from the GF? Does your GF do that? I don't get endless questions. She doesn't seem like the type. No, of that, but... but see, I, I have a very, now let's talk about Adam Piggott, who you can find at pushingrubberdownhill.com. Mm. He has given me much guff. See, I choose hills to, to stand and die on. There are some hills worth fighting for. And the <clears throat> uh, fashion, my clothes, that's not a hill for me to die on. Because if I am single, what's the only, or who is the only person, uh, if I'm not single, if I have the GF, who is the only person that I should really have a point and purpose for dressing up for? Yourself? No, her. Because I don't oh. give a shit how, like, you guys see me every day. This is how I look before, you know, for half the day. I'm like, oh, the GF is coming in. But you Maybe like putting to- on nice clothes? I kind of do if it's warm outside. So like Vegas, I love wearing fancy clothes. I got my snakeskin boots. I got fancy loud shirts. I got really cool hats. I'm actually quite fashionable in Vegas, but Minnesota doesn't pay. There's no reason to do that. <laughs> I just but remember, it, <clears throat> well, when I visited, you remember how that one night, like just for the hell of it, like I brought my suit, we dressed right. up in suits and your GF uh, had this great dress on. We were just yeah, like, oh, with the boots up to her, what, thighs pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. <clears throat> it was a good old time. So I, I outsource. I'm like, well, you're the only person that I really care about who cares about what I look like. So mm. you're in charge of all my fashion because I'm not going to go hunt down other chicks. I'm not working a, go- a, a a gig no more. I don't have to sit there in front of some fucking boomer. I saw I really had a fucking but Fucking I hope you boomers just rot in the nursing homes. I had a very fashionable tie and a nice pattern. But you had to get real close to see that what that pattern was was the Tasmanian devil. Oh yeah, just a lot of little bit of pictures of the Tasmanian. Uh, you know, we run a bank here, and uh, and, I, and I'm like, what is the complaint now? What what is it this time? What stick is up this boomer's ass this time? And you know, it shows some unprofessionalism when you have a thing of uh, Daffy Duck, and I'm like. You mean the Tasmanian devil? Uh, yeah, you see that tie? And I'm like, oh, God, I I really want to slice your throat now, honestly. I really just like right there. And uh, anyway, uh, I don't have to deal with that anymore. So it's up to the GF to dress. Now, Piggott. Oh, mate, you ain't no man. If your girlfriend dresses you, what a pussy you are. Da, da, da. I'm like, what are you, what are you, what are you? A man, and then he goes into his deep philosophy, which is not untrue. It's not that he doesn't have a point. It's just like, yeah, but this battle isn't worth winning. You know, let the girlfriend have the hill. Let let him pick the double vanity. Mm-hmm. You got to win the war, Piggott. You got to win the war. And he, but he, uh, so I don't. There's been no questions. I, I don't, but I don't. I've never dated a gal that gave me endless questions about the clothes. Have you? 
No. Yeah, it's kind of maybe they want you to wear a shirt or something, but they've never. Right. Like I, uh, in the past, I've had uh, women I've uh, been with being like, oh, let's dress nice tonight. But it's never specific. Like, well, I want you to wear this and that. So I'm like, all right, we're going out to dinner. I can wait a minute. I think what Brian's asking is, and how do we handle clothes about us? It's the clothes of that they're like, what does this look like? Do I look fat in this? You think that's what it is? It could be that. Yeah. He, um, this is the old, you know, do I look fat in this, uh, dress question? I think, I think it's related to that. I've actually never been asked that, believe it or not. I, I know that when it, this is not specific to clothes. This is just people in general being annoying. I honestly, Brian, if, if, and, and it happens where the girlfriend asks, you know, several questions about the Santa and I'm like, will you shut the fuck up with those questions? <laughs> like, no, pick a fucking place to eat. I mean, cause I'm, I'm that way. Um, cause I don't, I'm not 20 anymore. I'm like, Oh my God, I just got to make the girl happy. It's not about my happiness. And when it's when they act like a little kid, it's like, will you shut up and stop asking me what I want for dinner? Just fucking make something. <laughs> uh, so I think it's the same thing with the clothes. It's like, and you can you can use that as an opportunity to get the woman thinner. It's like you look fat, you know. It, be honest about that too. Yeah, no, and and no, you don't look sexy enough. I mean, okay, that's great for going to church, but I'd like you in X. Y. I mean, it's an opportunity where you can tell her, I'd really like you wearing a thong and nothing else. Well, no, I have to go in public. Yeah, but you asked me what I want you to wear. Wouldn't be in public, but then you could give her your laundry list of what you want her to really wear. Um, but yeah, be 100% honest. And if, she, if it's nonstop, tell her to shut up. I've got a very quick story for you. Yeah. Um, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I was hanging out with uh, a good buddy of mine who got married uh, in Brazil to a Brazilian and they actually signed the paperwork officially only like a week and a half ago. So okay. we were all getting together and celebrating. Um, God, I almost feel bad saying this. His <laughs> his now wife easily, easily since the wedding has put on 15 pounds. How long ago was the wedding? April, May, May. That's six months. I, I was like, really kind of. Fuck. It, it, yeah, man. It was like really <laughs> obvious. And I. You know, I wanted to sort of, in a private moment, ask him about that, but you can't bring that up. You know, you can't. Dude. You have... This is the one thing you have to... What's the number one trait men want in women? Thin. Physical beauty. Or, yeah. And shut the fuck up about chubby chit. Just shut the fuck up. Shut up. We're not talking about these mentally ill men that have foot fetishes and like we're not talking about the 0.00001%. Shut the fuck up. You have to nip this one in the butt. Mm. Even before if I were to do it all over again, I would have had a much more upfront conversation with all the women I dated. I say, if you get fat, I have every right to cheat on you, and I will <laughs> cheat on you. And I will dump your ass to the curb. And no, we are not getting married because then you have legal license to get fat. You will not get fat. And even you would take the height of the woman. I'd say you are never getting above this weight. And not, I'm not going to put you on the scale 
to see if you get above that weight. If I just think you're above that number, I am going to fuck other women until you get back down below that weight. And if a woman starts getting fat, you got to tell them right away, guys, you're getting fat, lose the weight. Not, hey, babe, maybe we ought to switch to the, to the, I don't know, the dieting package size of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Hey, maybe we should go to the for a walk. They're not going to pick up on that because they perp- they know, they know. It's not like they put on the makeup and they have dieting magazines and dieting uh, uh, YouTube things and dieting shows and dieting discussion boards, but they never go on the fucking diet. <laughs> they know that you want them to be thin. You go in, clear as day, you're getting fat, lose the fucking weight, or I am leaving. No, no ambiguity, no hits. Let's get ourselves a gym membership. You're fat. I'm not going to have sex with you anymore. Lose the fucking weight or go away. It's like when I told my mom about the difficulties of dating because most women are overweight. You remember what she said? She goes, well, it's it's, it's hard for women to stay thin. Says your mom. Your mom's in great shape. Your mom is a saint. How does your mom put all the effort in? Uh, mm-hmm. And is a loving, supporting wife, just a, a cherishable woman. Eats healthy is the only thing. Right. I, but mm. how does she not see that? Uh, how does she go team women after she's sacrificed so much? I don't know. You'd think she's on my side with, with this. And she's always like, well, how, how come you never got married? And blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. Mom, you wouldn't see me in the wedding picture because she would blot me out. <laughs> you can't date a woman that eclipses you unless she's taller than you <clears throat> and still yeah. get the shit. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. As I'm discovering. So oh, God. Oh, well, what is next? Uh is it Dre? No. Cynic, Cynic. I think. Cynic. Uh Cynic in Chief, two dollars. Machine gun time. Did the cancer come back? No. No, I'm talking machine gun time in terms of banging out the chapters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna go. And if I ever did get cancer, I'm not gonna go machine gunning. I have, I have something. See, you can't kill people. Okay. Why? If you want to get revenge on people, Chad, why can't you kill them? Because you want them to continue living the miserable existence they that need, they already have. You need to ruin their lives, and you need to do it <laughs> in a legal way that they can't. They can't do anything. They might want to try and kill you, but you're dying anyway. So there's no point in putting them to a null position, a non-sentient, non-existent position. Mm -hmm. You got to get them and keep them alive. Otherwise, they don't suffer. So I will not be going and machine gunning people. No, it's much worse. What's great is it's legal, too. It's wonderful. So, But I won't tell you what it is because then people might be able to prepare for it. And I don't want anyone who's like... Dang, I got on the bad side of Clary one time. Oh, that's what he's going to do. Okay, now I'll take the measures. Nope. Mm-mm. It's going to be strike by night Clary. I might even leave a little flag. You have been struck by the cancerous Clary. See ya, bye. Let's see what else. Federal Reserve has committed treason. Hmm. Interesting title. Uh, for $5, how do you feel about the Federal Reserve repo operations? As well, the Federal Reserve abandoning its 2% inflation rate goal. They abandoned it? I didn't know that. I don't know. What is their goal now? <sighs> Do they have a, did they replace the goal or is it just fuck it? Inflation could be as high as we want. I, 
I, I'm sorry to say I don't know what he's talking about. I I, um, uh, I get a kick out of the goal. Chad, do you know how you create 2% inflation? You can just pour more money into the uh, money How supply? much more money? How much? Um, if I want prices to go up by 2%, what do I do? <laughs> you pretty much uh, do 2% of... You increase the money supply by 2% above... Yeah legitimate economic growth so you gotta account for that oh yeah two percent above whatever amount of stuff was produced because there's three percent more stuff but if i want inflation to go up by two percent i better print off five percent more money now it may not immediately translate into uh two percent inflation in the in the market immediately but it will inevitably circulate through and you will have two percent they make it sound like the federal reserve has this incredibly tough job and it's like no no, you don't. It's pretty simple. You don't need a doctor in economics to do it. You can you can just do simple math. <laughs> um, as for uh, the Federal Reserve repo, I'm all for banks for repo. I love repo, man. I love. I don't care if it's <laughs> the Federal Reserve and you hate the Fed. I love it when someone says, "Lend me money." Fuck you. I'm not paying you back. And it's like, cool. We're gonna take your car and your house and everything. We're gonna we're gonna garnish your wages. I absolutely love it. Because you're getting money back from thieves. That's basically what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember working in banking and like the dumbass bankers would perpetually extend and pretend the loans when these scumbags just were never going to pay us back. And uh, I, they'd send me in if, you know, because I was the bulldog and I'd inevitably get a payment or two out of these assholes. But I was always like, repo, kick them out of their house, get the sheriff. Oh, come on, Aaron. It's wintertime. I'm like, fuck you. Get them. Kick them out. Don't <laughs> care. I don't care how many kids they got. Kick those motherfuckers out. Which is why you don't want me being president. Mm, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, nonstop Dre, $365. Would you give up all your possessions, money, including your girlfriend and friends, to be 23 again, and now with all the knowledge and wisdom you now no like would you join the military at 23 if you had the opportunity to well here's i have a caveat if i gave up quote unquote my girlfriend would that mean i have to dump her and she knew she was broken up with and i'd hurt her and i'd hurt my friends or would it be thanos snap it never happened she wouldn't know i was gone because she never existed sort of thing because if she was conscious and sentient and i you know i did the the Tom Hanks big thing and went back to being a younger man. Mm. Uh, no, I wouldn't because that'd be too devastating. It'd be wrong. And most of my friends, I don't think would care. Um, but if it was just Thanos snap, fuck yeah, I'd go back. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Would. Armed with the knowledge you have now about women, employers God. and people. You'd be, t- you be talking and none of this bullshit like, oh yeah, then I'd invest in Apple. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I would absolutely go back. Absolutely, I'd be a, like real captain by this time, <laughs> and uh, I'd have a pension. And uh, yeah, I totally would. I absolutely would. I wonder if Dre got in before the blended retirement system. Oh no, he can't. He didn't do his twenty years. He, he got out of the army or mar- Marines. That's right. Uh Mister Nick for four ninety nine. How do I perm drain my IQ to become a dude bro? Also, I had di- a digital marketing client reach out to me from your sponsorship. Thanks again. Awesome. Uh, I don't know what he's asking. No, no, no. Uh, well, he had the question, but then um, 
I, I hope he earns his $100 back. Remember when he gave us that yeah. $100 donation? So I, I do yeah. want him to say anybody who, uh, who's listening, if you need digital marketing, Nick, hire Nick, nickshulander.com. Uh, he knows his stuff. <clears throat> so please, please go help him out there and help him help you. Uh, he's asking, how does he lower his IQ so he could become a dude, bro? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, didn't you write the book about that? The curse of the high IQ were, well, I didn't, I didn't tell you how to become stupid. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I, I have ideas. I'm kind of curious what your, what your uh, theories would be on how to lower your IQ. Uh, I don't know. Smoke a lot of weed. There you uh, go. You can smoke pot. I, 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 don't exercise. Well, dude, bro, I guess. It's, it's, and here's the other thing. Permanently drain his IQ. You almost have to do brain damage. Your brain's got, once you sober up from pot or booze, you know, you can drink and become a dude, bro. But once you sober up, you're going to go right back to, you know, 135 IQ or whatever. I mean, get a lobotomy, but I mean, you can't be yeah. a dude, bro, if you do that. Um, I, think, I think the only way I could think of, because you can't permanently lower your IQ unless you really drink and it actually cause brain damage. The only way I think you can do it is you view it as a game and you're like studying gorillas in the wilderness. Like you take it as a national geographic thing. You try to become one with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is almost like a game to you. So they really don't exist. You're just trying to like, Hey dude, man. Yeah. Like you get into dude, bro culture. Uh, You wear douchey clothes. Um, You don't actually have to, but you can like get a fake website and make it look like you got like your uh, your digital online sales program going on or whatever you know dude uh-huh. do. Um, get a haircut. Try like cheering on sports ball is a royal pain in the ass. <laughs> but if you can like make a fun activity of it, hey, let's go down to the zoo and hang out with the normies, conformies, and inferiors and cheer on the Badgers at the local bar. Badgers, you know put on a jersey there was this great meme it was either last year or the year before about christmas time and it said you know what they really ought to do is they ought to put um at the top of every walmart they should put a bar and an observation deck (laughs) that'd be hilarious (laughs) yeah that'd be great uh yeah i i nick i wouldn't try there's just no reason one thing i will give dude bros is uh they do work out because I think their brains are so dumb, they can actually stand there for hours on end and lifting, uh, uh, lifting heavy weights, listening to rock music. I'm, I just need to listen to something else. Uh, <clears throat> I'll say this about dude bros: like when I'm working with them or doing business with them, I think they're great because they don't question me; they trust my guidance. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other people think they're smart. They're like, "Well, what about this and that?" Right. Well, see, dude bros. Let's let's be honest. Dude bros are kind of your business major. They're not yeah. dumb. They're your 110, 115 IQ. So they're smarter than average, just not that smart. They're not as smart as their ego. Let's put it that way. I so mean, they're, they're, they're smart they all... enough to outsource and, and have a pro handle certain things, but they're not a, a leftist, dumbass liberal arts major with an IQ of 85 who truly suffers from that, what, the Dunninger Kruger, Kruger, yeah. Dunninger effect or Dunning whatever. Kruger effect, yeah, yeah, and they think they're actually an IQ of 140. So there is a difference there. Yeah. All of the dude bros that I graduated with from grad school, and I'm friends with some of them, they almost universally ended up becoming consultants. Consultants. Yeah, well, well-paid consultants? Or? 
Yeah, but they got to work for it. Some burned out, and that's always interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what What is the new Black Widow movie? I'm so out of it when it comes uh, to this stuff. I'm looking it up. Um, <clears throat> James Bond, is it? Or... No, no. Black Widow is an upcoming American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name, produced by Marvel Studios, distributed by Walt Disney. Is it tended to be the 24th film? In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just tell me what the fuck it is. Oh, it's got Scarlett Johansson. It's got Scarlett Johansson. Give me a break. Following the events of Captain America Civil War, Natasha Romanoff finds herself alone and forced to confront her past. That's it? Yeah. That's all I got on this thing? Well, they just want you to look at Scarlett Johansson and pretend she's still hot. Um, I'm I'm not uh, against seeing it. I probably won't. I mean, I didn't even see the... Bruce Willis movie. I didn't see Joker. I didn't see Midway. Joker was good. Yeah, but it really is. I'm I'm done with movie theaters. Uh, the thing that kind of put you know the camel on the back or the straw on the camel's back was the assigned seating. Oh yeah. And now that I move, the closest movie theater that doesn't have assigned seating is 40 miles away. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, you got to drive that far. Yeah, it's it's just not worth the time. Mm-hmm. Um. So for that reason, which is not particular to the movie, I probably won't see it. I'm not against them because Black Widow is an original character. Um, there wasn't. It's like Wonder Woman. There wasn't that she's a strong, powerful girl, and you yeah. know there was none of that advertising with uh, flat ass. What's her name? Captain uh, Marvel. Yeah, fuck Kristen uh, something. Right, or, a hero will will rise, and they get rid of the oh her. Oh, get that tube of vagina, boys! We're gonna <laughs> sauce this salad in vagina sauce. Uh, what was it, her name? I can't remember. Brie Larson. Brie that's Larson. yeah, that's the one. I have to keep thinking cheese. That's what I have to think. Cheese. Flattest ass I've ever seen. I still um, don't believe. Do you believe that movie made one point three billion? No. I, I, you know what? I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I'm like, there is no fucking way. Cause it was like the Chinese poured in 600 million of that. I'm like, what the fuck did the Chinese, maybe, maybe the only way I could see that is the Chinese dudes are so sexually frustrated because their parents killed off. You want to talk about bad boomers? The Chinese boomers killed their daughters off. All right. <laughs> so these guys are sexually frustrated. And I guess maybe the blonde hair, blue eyes thing. But that's more of the Latino culture that goes for that. I don't. I don't see Asians. You know, no, inside. Okay, I'm. I'm sure yeah. they have. What do they call that? Vanilla shake addiction. I know what the opposite's called. Well, no, I know. There's jungle fever, right? Yellow fever. Oh, yellow fever, right? What's it if you like the blonde gal? Uh, mm. Lutfisk's fever. What I mean? What it's. I- Nordic fever? What do you? What is? What's it? If you want the the blonde, I don't know. I, I mean, there's a bad word for blonde hair, blue eyed people that I, you know, bimbos. No, it's what uh, was prominent in uh, the whole Nazi Germany thing, World War Two. Aryan. Aryan, yeah. Oh, I guess you could say yeah, maybe a little, but usually it's, that was meant towards the guys, you know, like they were oh, yeah? rough and tumble, you know, Olaf was this perfectly chiseled guy. Wouldn't um, we both have not like qualified to be in the Aryan because we have no. like, dark hair? Or... Well, I'm quarter Jew, so they'd kick me out. Yeah, they might you... even <laughs> Lord no no, there was um <clears throat> I watched a real interesting documentary on the highest ranking Jew in the Nazi in the Wehrmacht. 
Yeah, and I, I think he had a lie, and he had a, um, yeah, some, and a lot of, you know, I didn't know I had the Jewish blood in me until I was like 21. So a lot of people, you know, they don't, they didn't have 23 in me back then. All of a sudden you find out, oh, you're, you're very well, you're a captain in the SS. All of a sudden you find out you're half Jewish, you know, so stuff like that would occasionally happen. Um, but, um, uh, where were we going with this again? Oh, the area oh, that, yeah, no, I yeah. don't, I think we weren't tall enough. They had pretty, I mean, they had height requirements. We're not blonde hair. You might get in with your blue eyes, but I don't think, hang on, let's look this up on the internet. I'd be too short, to I'm sure. part for these guys. of the Aryans in Nazi Germany height. Master race. Aryan definition and facts. You know that Aryan actually originally, I think, meant uh, Central Europe, uh, Central Asia, and and Persian, Persian. Romanian. Yeah, I think uh, Aryan name originally given to people who were said to speak the archaic Indo-European language and who were thought to have settled in prehistoric times in ancient Iran. See, look at old wow. Capmeister here. Um, but then it's a different group. I'm trying to find it too. What they're saying about this. Uh, I'm trying to look for a height requirement. We're allowed to talk about this, right? Like, yeah, we can talk about it. Okay. I mean, who knows? You know, I was gonna say five years next year. Oh my God, they talked about this. No, I just know that <clears throat> YouTube wants to shut down anyone and everyone. Nordicism. Uh, that's another thing. Like Hitler had a hard on for the the Nords, the Scandinavians, mm. not necessarily the Germans. Highest branch of humanity. I'm still just scanning for like a height. Poles and Russians inferior. Master race in United States. Nazism. Euthanasia program. Okay, you know what? They're not giving out. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Height. Height. Aryan. Aryan requirement. Yeah, I put requirements in. Let's see what. Um, <clears throat> oh, here it is, dude. This is still uh, required by our standards. It's pretty high. You had to be six feet tall minimum. Yep, there goes my shot. Yeah, you and I would not. Uh, we would not be uh, at all that tall. So they would have um, killed us. <laughs> I don't know if they would have killed us, but yeah, if I kept kept it on the low down on my uh, great uncle Herschel and maybe quietly escaped to the United States. But I think you'd be all right. Are you like predominantly German or something anyway? Yeah. Like um, it's, I, I, as far as I know, I don't have any, you know, Jewish ancestry, but I don't know. I've never taken one of those yeah. tests. Be careful. You might be like Marcus Brown. All of a sudden you think you're a black man. You're 13% Irish. <laughs> and then you're getting drunk on St. Patrick's Day with a shirt that says, kiss me, I'm Irish. Bringing your fucking 23 and me sheet to prove to women that you are Irish. Well, that's private uh, Marcus Brown to us. Or is it Sergeant? I don't know. No, it's, uh, what is Sailor? Uh, Yeoman? What's the lowest rank? He's in the Navy. Ra Navy's got different ranks. Yeah. Most Ooh, rank in Navy. He didn't enter as an officer? Seaman. Yeah, seaman. Seaman. Um, um, let me make sure. Okay, we had that one. And... Cynic in chief. Cynic. 
When is it okay to take a pay cut by switching jobs? Do you have any thoughts? I have some thoughts. Yeah, when you got enough money saved up, you don't need the money, sure. But I've done this before. Before I had my own business, mm-hmm. I would make lateral moves because I just had a terrible fucking manager. And yeah. sometimes it was worth lowering my salary just to get out of that hell every day. I, I've done that. Yeah, when you want to. I mean, it. it's, you know, you get better work conditions. Oh, you get... Dude, I'd say telecommuting is worth at least a yes. quarter of your salary. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. A boss, I've always said, is worth 30% of your salary. Um, yeah, it's it's totally okay. Uh, if it cuts your, and a lot, a lot of times you're not even taking a pay cut because if you don't have to commute, you have lower car insurance, lower health bills. Yeah, you can end up making more money in the long run having a job you can work from home. I think I talked about this last week on here, but mm-hmm. I'm, I have basically, pawned off one third of my clients. So my revenue may take a hit. It may mm-hmm. or it may not, but I, I like the extra time. I like being able to pick clients that I want to work with instead of being desperate. So right. and your per yeah. hour is going to go up too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, it's not quite the same thing that he's talking about, but don't be afraid to sacrifice a little revenue, a little income for oh, yeah. good conditions. Yeah. Uh, the Brazilian again, the Rodrigo Brazilian. make a great Rodrigo. movie. The Brazilian Brazil. That you did the girl from Ipanema would be the song. Um, Rodrigo Proenca or ten dollars. Um, which hobbies apart from making money offer the best ROI on a guy's attraction? Working gym. out, gym, yeah, that's the, that's the number one thing. I'd say that's even more than making money because you could fake making money, put on a suits, rent a beamer you can't afford, that. yeah. Um, lifting weights in almost, I would, I would make the if you didn't have to support yourself. And additionally, into your old age, the number two reason you make money is to attract women, which then brings up the point, if you just lift weights, like your time is better spent lifting weights than working if you're working to meet women. I mean, the perfect example are your East Indian engineers that come over here. I want to get the boobies. Where are the American <laughs> girls with the boobies? I will make no requirement for you to press button on social media. You don't want to because you don't impress my boss. I will get you race. And then I will get the American girls with the boobies. And it's like, no, no, because we're friends. We are friends of Punjab. We are friends. We're here to help you. Does that get the boobies? No. No. Not them. Not get the boobies. You got to hit the gym. You got to hit the gym. Doesn't hurt to have the money. Please stop programming shit nobody ever asked. And I know that's not strictly Punjab's fault. That's that's everybody's fault at Silicon Valley. All these guys. Ah, a new thing no one ever asked for. Let's put it in here and piss off Aaron. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you have to hit the gym. That is the no- And I would say there's nothing else. Hit the gym. I mean, hobbies. I guess there's like some cool hobbies that are adventurous. Some like motorcycle riding. Yeah. Um, Ballroom dancing. There's another one that's got. I was going to say, of all things, you would know about that one. Um, not because anyone wanted to dance. You know what it was? Oh, was it because you wanted to make money? Or no, no, no. It wasn't that I did ballroom dance. That that helped indeed. You know what helped more along the lines of ballroom dancing? Just teaching it. I mean, what teaching? And I'm pretty confident that teaching which is, I don't know if that's a hobby, but if you want to teach something on the side, community ed or whatever, that gets the women. Because it's just math. You're there. You're establishing yourself as an authority on some kind of matter. 
if you're good at it, uh, you're entertaining and charming and people just generally like you. Um, I got, I wouldn't say as laid by as many of my dance students as my economic students, but it was damn close, mm. uh, very close to economics and statistics students. So, um, that's another thing you could do. Is that um, how you met the GF? Yeah. She's a dance student of mine. And cool. then she also took my finance class. Nice. Right. Right. So smart uh, and sexy no. <laughs> fell asleep in it too, which I would never, it was during busy season, busy season. Yeah. yeah. And her and her friend showed up cause they, they wanted to learn more about uh, finance and they just both zonked out. And I was like, okay, all right, just show up, just show up. So and you have an appreciation friend, for busy season. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think her friend even started snoring. Ooh. <laughs> that was a little girl. Was her friend hot or no? Friend was hot. Huh? A ku- kuantahaha and a half. Good Christian girl that, you know, yeah. And so you're like, okay, all right, you go away now. Is she still friends with that girl? Yeah, they're still friends. Yeah. Cool. So, but uh, I don't think anybody else is. Uh, I really like this next uh, question. <laughs> Who should use TurboTax? Only W-2 employees? No. No, no, no. TurboTax... One of the reasons I'm pawning off a third of my business is because, you know, frankly, these people should be using TurboTax and they're not all just simply W-2 employees. It's very easy to enter in, you know, the dividends you got and these stock transactions like you can literally upload these to TurboTax and it automatically populates. Now, I don't think you'll mind me saying you were using TurboTax for a time, right? Right. But I would go over it as well. And it wasn't and that making, hard, right? Wasn't making any, oh, no, it was easy. Yeah, uh, it right. Wasn't, and let's say I screwed up. Okay, maybe it cost me 50 bucks. There wasn't a lot of money. Uh, right. To be, yeah. And, and, you know, people look at me funny when I'm encouraging others to use TurboTax. But frankly, most people, my preferred clients are ones that should not be using TurboTax. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I, not to sound too nerdy or geeky, but what percent of your webcam girl clientele have <laughs> No, I'm serious about this. What percent of them have set up an LLC or, or at least uh, do like a Schedule C for that? Uh, 100% now. Really? I, okay, I, well, I, I, yeah, I, I had them set up an LLC. And I know it's very easy to laugh, you know, an LLC for what they're doing. Yep. Money's money. Those girls were getting 1099 You know, they were getting right. tax forms that said, I make this amount. So it's like, I don't want to put that on a Schedule C. Let's dodge your self-employment taxes. Right. Did you then... Like, you know, hey, write off this, write off. Yeah. And like, because they could write off their shoes. Sexual their toys, outfits. Sex toys, right. Uh, outfits. KY gym membership. Gym, gym membership? That one. No? That, well, that one came up. Uh, they both don't pay for that. Like, there's one in their building and the other, I don't know, gets free, whatever. So. But that would be a legitimate deduction for a gal who's a stripper or something, right? Yeah, it, it could be. Okay. Same with breast implants. I don't know if you knew right. that. Yeah, um, no, it's I, not I a medical expense. You can actually make it as a business expense. So, well, yeah, I, and that's why I thought like anything that goes into showcasing off your beauty, yeah, would be, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I'm still swear, guys. I, there was a tax women, if women, dude, if women just want to make it's so easy to be financially successful as a woman today, you stay thin, you get some social media platform, you charge these desperate, horny men. Up the yin yang, um, you 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 don't even have to do porn or anything like that. You squirrel away your money. You find yourself a husband, 
And then you just, you know, you got your cash. You don't even need the guy. You build, you get your house. I don't know. You get a quarter million dollars, drop it into four, uh, uh, the S&P 500. You're done. You're done by the age of 25. That's seven years, 18 to 25. You can make a quarter million like that. And you don't have to go to fucking college. You don't have to be loaded up in debt. It's done. But I, uh... here's a quick question for you. This came up last week. Um, the, when I first moved to Chicago, so it was like nine, no, eight years ago, I dated somebody for a while and, you know, we're still friends and everything. She's had a real bad time. She hasn't had a real job or full-time job in a couple of years and she's getting kind of desperate and she's still good looking enough that have you, do you think it's moral for somebody to suggest that somebody might consider, you know, cam work or you're asking me. <laughs> A guy who has made the statement that if he were to do it all over again, not that the opportunity presented itself, but if somebody paid me a quarter million to blow him back when I was 18, fuck yes. Fuck yes. Five minutes of work so you never have to work again? Absolutely. I am the economist and the Machiavellianist, if that's even a word. Dude, women sell their looks no matter what, okay? That's what it's always been. And no matter how much stuff they throw in, and I'm even for, yeah, women, go become engineers. What did I tell all the young women in my life, the little girls, what do I all tell them to do? <laughs> you tell them to become YouTube personalities. No, I know. No, I say I know. engineering. Da, 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 oh, CPA. yeah, smart stuff. Yeah. I always tell them that because I personally, the loved ones, the little girls I care about, I don't want them becoming webcam girls. Yeah. But if it's somebody on the street, and then it ends, like, yeah, lady, cash in your money now because that opportunity will not be there forever. And once you hit the wall, whether it's 30, 35, 40, 45, whatever, it's over. That I, It's like men joining the military. Look, once the men's wall is effectively 35 because you can't join the military anymore. That opportunity closes to you. I'm not saying you got to do porn. Go get some breast implants. Play some fucking video games. Call yourself video game Vivana yeah. and then go make some fucking money on a Patreon. What the, what is so fucking hard about that? So I have absolutely no moral problems telling because you're helping. The problem is they don't want to listen to it. And this is why I charge an asshole consulting, not because I want to necessarily, I do want to make the money, but they're always going to throw back reality in your face. So fuck them. It's like paying a tax for you, ignoring an ignorance tax is what it is. So yeah, you should tell her, but don't expect her to listen. She is good looking enough where honestly she could pull a lot of this off still. I mean, she, I enjoyed dating her back in the day. Mm-hmm. Problem is she, I, I'm sorry, this is the truth. She thinks she's really smart. And, and she she's ain't. not? <laughs> yeah. So, What's your you degree? Can I ask what her degree, if she has one? Th- this is going to blow your mind, dude. Accounting. Well, CPA or not? There no, is a no, nothing See, close. There's, yeah. there's another superior race. There's people who got the CPA and those that don't. There is a difference. Uh, my favorite Caliendo, uh, favorite professor, Professor Caliendo, unfortunately passed away at 57. Mm. Um, he was an accounting professor. And he mm. said, there's only two people, two types of accounts, those who get their CPA and those who don't. And you want to be part of those who get the CPA. He was adamant about that. So, yeah, I mean, to get a degree in accounting is not that hard. It's not that hard of a degree. It's really not like if anything, it's the ability to be bored for long periods of time and then right. retain some of the information. So, yeah. but what I'm saying is I would very much like to tell her she should do this because it would solve all of her problems for now. 
So, right. right. Well, but you know what? If everybody lived in reality and started making decisions based in reality, it would solve all of our problems, not just for now, but way off into the future. But yeah. that, let me guess, she's been propagandized that she's an independent, strong woman, no man need fish, bicycle, mm. trademark, going to become an oh, wait, I, Okay, out of curiosity, okay, an accounting degree, even without a CPA, isn't totally worthless. How is she not finding some kind of job? She, so she did some accounting, like staff accounting stuff uh, a few right. years ago. Uh, she quit her job more than two years ago because it was a terrible job. And then All she right. just, uh, long story short, she had some kind of psychological issues she had to deal well, with. Okay. If they're legit, that's <clears throat> that's a completely different ball of wax then. That we've... These, no, I give her, a lot of people are just lazy. Like when she told me the whole story and, you know, we were staying in touch, she, she kind of gets a pass on that, but she's got to get her life back in order. Now is the time. Well, but okay, let me ask you this. Not to sound like I have morals or anything, would her doing that worsen her psychological condition? Yeah, that's a great well, question. Well, see, no, then, we, then you can't recommend that. If this was someone who was a sniper, if this was someone who was truly an opportunist and knew exactly what she was getting herself into, then I'd recommend it. But if that's going to wear on her psychology, no, you can't do that because then you're fucking her up for the rest of her life. You, you, <sighs> you can't tell it. Yeah. It's tough. I just wish I'm, <laughs> I wish she didn't think she was so damn smart. But anyway, I didn't think she was so damn smart. No, told she, me she, wasn't. she oh, thinks okay. she thinks she's so damn smart. And I mean, she, she doesn't quite have the humility. And to be fair, a lot of people, men and women don't to admit that maybe we should take that down a rung. And, and, and here's where you can advance your evolution into a weapons grade asshole. <clears throat> Don't worry about it anymore because it's fated to happen. Yeah, I'm not. I don't, you know, that's that. Yeah. So if if you can get to that stage, because that's all you control. If I mean, if she's in her 30s, she's not, you're not going to convince her to like humble down and take an IQ test and realize she's not the smartest person in the world. That that one's lost, you know, and that's the way that one went. I don't know if I ever told you this. I probably didn't, but she was in such bad shape that I, she actually was sleeping on my couch. For a couple weeks in August, and then when I was out of town and everything, she I, she slept in my office for a little bit. So, well, you helped her. You know, you kind of helped. What you could do is you could have an honest conversation with her and say, "Look, you're not that bright. Start applying for these jobs. Get out of Chicago. What about yeah. finding? A, okay, here this is going to be the worst, most sexist, find racist a rich thing. No, I mean not racist. The most sexist thing. Yeah, it's an ist. I'm an ist today." Could she just maybe find a fucking nice guy, settle down, and maybe stay thin and make him a sandwich every once? Is there something said, wrong with that? I said that to her last week. Like I now, I'll admit I would like to hook up with her again, but I'd never. Oh be wait a minute now, hold it here, hold it here. This, I was not offering myself. I mean, she lived with me, and I didn't do anything. Um, no, but I, she should do that, and I kind of told her that last week. I'm like, I know you're not willing to date right now because you call it a distraction. But, you know, if you do find somebody who's, you know, well off financially, you could go that route. It would also solve all your problems. So she's cute. She could pull it off. How many trillions of dollars and hours went into brainwashing her that her career was more important and that she didn't need a man? How How much? I'd say more than all of our podcasts put together times 20. I've I've been pulling the data for you know uh, the book, um, and I had to pull f- 
all the money spent on the education industry, both K through 12 and college. And it's like $1.3 trillion. Now I know somewhere in there reading, writing and arithmetic was taught, but I would almost say a good quarter of that was political propaganda of which inside of that is you don't need a man. Now we throw in yeah. however many billions, hundreds of billions, because the advertising industry I found was 3.4 trillion, <clears throat> which I'm not too sure about because there's a lot, there's a lot of other parts of GDP, but the point is at least multiple billions of dollars has been spent, uh, especially with this me too, rah, rah, pro feminism yeah. stuff that women don't need men. Men are toxic. Uh, and now how much, and when you do it on a per capita basis, like per student, when you look at the, they did that, they break it down per student. So yet trillions they're spending, we spend $13,000 per student in the United States on K through 12 per year. Is that high? <clears throat> oh yeah. It's that high. Cause we don't spend enough on education, even though the private schools could do it for half of that and way better. Or you could homeschool on the internet for free, but fuck it. We got to employ taxpayer or we got to use taxpayers money. Um, but that amount alone in K through 12, let alone what's thrown in on college, let alone what happens after you leave college with all the advertising and internet and all that. You're talking, I'd say around at least $25,000 a year per young woman over 20 years that men bad, you don't need no man fish by school. Yeah. I have, what have we spent on, hey, it's all right to get married, be a mom, raise your kids. Support yeah. your husband. What does it even break a hundred dollars? Does it even break one human hour? Have have the parents sat? Did mom sit the daughter home and say, you know, I know they're telling you this in school, but I really love your father, and that's really been the joy and, and happiness of all my life is you and nope. and my kids. No, not even an hour, not even a hundred bucks. It's some mm -mm. tail behind the uh, the legs dad who whimpers off and doesn't dare and stand up to the mom and the fuck if the mom, the fuck if the boomer moms ever said, yeah, you know, I really love my kids and staying home. And that, that was more fun to work. So you're not going to, you, you're outgunned. You're out financed and outgunned. There's no way you're going to convince her. Mm -hmm. so. Sad situation, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? And on that happy note. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will be updating the chat here periodically. It's a fluid situation. Uh, nonstop Dre, 360 for $5. Thoughts on checking all boxes for genders, minorities, and on future job applications, internships, including my military veteran preference. In your case, yes. Absolutely. Hell yeah, Dre. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know about the gender, though, Dre. I mean, I think you're – look, he's got veteran preference, right? Yeah. And he's black, right? Um, I think you're good to go. Um, those two right there. And, and I don't, Dre, did you get any disability from the military? Cause then you could also claim you're disabled. You pull off those three. I don't think you got to act like you like sucking the big, you can write your own ticket. Yeah. I think you're set that. to go. Yeah. And then on top of it, he's going to be in a, Oh, I forgot what engineering. I think it was electrical. I, I don't think, you know, you got an ice cream Sunday. With whipped cream and cherries and sprinkles and chocolate sauce on top. I don't know if you now need to add um, butterscotch on top of it. I think <laughs> you got yourself a pretty good Sunday. It might be a little bit overkill. 
But fuck yeah. yeah, you you take absolute dude. I'm sick and tired of leftist fucking people getting all the fucking preferential treatments. I at least get a conservative non-leftist in there that gets a little bit of it just because he happened to you know, be born black or whatever else. But I don't think you have to like, oh yeah, I like the D. You know, I think hmm. you can you could just be who you are. Okay, let's see what else. Um ooh, another good question. Uh, mini pillow for five dollars. Chad, what are the top two do-it-yourself tax software for single-member LLCs? Thanks. I'm actually I have to get a little technical on this. Um, if you are a single-member LLC and that's all you are, you have no other um, payroll-related issues, no other partners, then you can just uh, use TurboTax and put it on a Schedule C. It's really not that hard. Uh, if you are a single-member, uh, blah single member LLC that we taxed as an S corporation. Let me ask you this. Do you think it's wise to use TurboTax or one of those other programs if you have set yourself up as an S corporation? Fuck no, no. You pay you pay my good friend Chad Elkins at elkinscpa.com. That's what you do. See, I've had people in the past push back on me about this. They're like, oh, I'll just, I'm sure I could work it out in TurboTax. That program alone is like, 250 or 300 bucks something like that Mm -hmm. and when they've tried it they've made so many mistakes to the point where they've gotten letters from the irs and state and then they come crawling back and i'm like i told you so you have to let me do this shit here's i'm trying to think of a when you buy a new used car like i recommend you do chad right yeah you go over to east side auto you get a salvaged vehicle it's got low miles. It was in an accident. What is the first thing I do with that vehicle? Let's see. Test drive it? Well, okay. After I test drive it, I decide I want to buy it. What's the first thing I do to it? I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I take you? it to a mechanic, and I have everything that's wrong with it fixed. Oh, okay. All the scheduled me. Pay the man up front now. So it doesn't break down on you in Kearney, Nebraska, by the bridge. <laughs> and anyone who's driven I-80 knows the bridge because that's uh, that there's like five horrible. people in Nebraska. Yeah, it's the bridge of Kearney. I've been there. Nebraska sounds. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you got to get a tow, and then you're desperate, and now you're really paying. Do it right up front the first time. Yeah. That's, that's like girls. It? Huh. I was just curious, uh, was that car you bought out in Vegas, was that the last time you bought a car? The one that didn't have AC? Oh, the Kia Rio? No, yeah. I didn't buy it in Vegas. I bought it in Minnesota. Yeah, that, oh. that did not have AC. No, no okay. power windows, no power locks. It was, all man- it was manual everything. No power steering. Wow. And you know what it was good for? Basically driving around without giving a fuck. Teaching the fucking woman to appreciate what she's got. That's what it is. Because now <clears throat> it's like it's like it, it. The standards are so low. We got we had to retire the Kia Rio, and then I got a new car that has power steering and air conditioning, and she's ecstatic. It's still a piece of shit. It only cost me five grand and had twenty seven thousand miles, but she's thankful that. It, and now it's automatic transmission, so we can do the automatic starter thing. Mm-hmm. The Kia was standard transmission. You still have that pickup, or did you get rid of that? No, I still got it. An old Silverado still going. Yeah. yeah. That may be, it was giving me a little guff the other day. Uh, one of the one of the cylinders was misfiring, so I don't know. But I did have, um, 
two years ago, I had new spark plugs put in. I think it was the humidity. Uh, but so I put some heat in it. So we'll see how she goes. But I really don't use that truck that much because mm. I don't go anywhere. And uh, speaking of another epiphany of the rabbit hole of epiphanies, I am purposely trying to train myself to be a stay at home, a, a homebody. <laughs> um, because the real world has proven to me that it does not want to be social and that only I am a fool for trying to go out and be social. Listen, I'm changing my mentality. I'm forcing myself to stay in. This is very Buddhist Zen-like monk level of self-control where I will train myself to prefer to stay in. I think there's a happy medium that I do. Like I go a day like today, except Mm -hmm. I have to go to my office to fix that damn fridge. Like normally when we were done, I would get the old laptop and head to the coffee shop a couple of blocks away. Just chill. If there's someone interesting to talk to, great. If not, I can be productive and enjoy yeah, myself. You know, and, and, and that's, I mean, the, the coffee shop is only half a mile away. I can even walk to it if I want. Sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I'm, and it's better. Um, you always want, Oh, humans are the most important humans. And they are, they are. It's just, none of them want to talk to you. It's just, it's, you're like, I understand. So now I'm staying in. And it is nicer. I'm saving a lot of money, not so much mm-hmm. on gas, but like I don't get food anymore. Avoid bars to do work. That's where the cost. Oh is. God, you can't do no. You can't do yeah no, dude. They sometimes they play Christmas music now out in the atrium of the apartment, God. and I can't. I'm like, it's beginning to look a lot like happy everywhere you go. I'm like, I swear okay. that gets worse every year. They play it earlier and longer. You know um, what I hate? The Mariah Carey one. All I want for Christmas, all I want is, Christmas you. is you. The only reason I know it is because it's played all the time and it's false advertising. You know why? Because she doesn't want us. No, no, no. Not her. <laughs> you know the song. She's just like so excited to see her man. She just, she just, all she wants for Christmas is you. You know, and she just can't wait to see you. And she's a very happy song. And the music is said, that's never happened in the history of man's life. No girl has ever been that joyous. And I was like, hey, I can't wait. I was like, no, you're probably sick of my ass. And you want to go back to see your folks this Christmas. <laughs> well, she got never... divorced twice, to be Did fair. Did she? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I kind of, all those love songs women sing, like, yeah, I'm going to. I'm gonna skip on that one. I'll I'll credit the guy, the country guy, singing the love song and his country song more than I will some Mariah Carey girl singing "She Wants uh, Christmas for Me." That's uh, Man, uh, all right. Got a lot of these super chats. That's um, fine. When do you got to get going? You got to get out of I'm, here by three. I'm fine. I'm fine. We might we might take a break to like I'm gonna get more coffee and whatnot. But yeah, we'll go ahead. I have got I got to do sponsors yet too, and I got some articles and all that other stuff. Okay. Uh, well, nonstop Dre again. Uh, he says for two dollars, girlfriends are always better than wives. I've never been married, but I mean, probably. You know what? Okay, would we go back to be twenty three again? Again, you know who fucking gets to go back and be twenty three again? Because he is twenty three. Somebody specific? Nonstop Dre. He's oh, 20, Dre. I think yeah. Maybe he's twenty four. Okay. Whatever. My whole point is this fucker gets the dream because he's actually smart enough to listen to his elders. He didn't have to go through the pain and agony and fuck up and miserably fail. Say, hey, wait a second now. Look at this. Look at this fucking Socrates asshole. Girlfriends are better than wives. You know what sucks? He knows that. He didn't have to get married to figure that. He knows that. There are going to be some awesome. Jedi masters coming out from our tutelage. They're just going to blow us out of the fucking water because they actually paid the fuck attention to us. 
I I'm proud. That. I'm proud, but I'm just I'm jealous too. I wish I had Dre's setup when I was 23. It's I hate the word manosphere, whatever you want to call it, but I just Why? gotta say, I don't know. I feel like it's become like so divisive and everything yeah, lately. But I I mean with each other, not the world. But um anyway, I could have definitely used the manosphere about 15 years before it came to existence. Like, man, if I had that knowledge. It's almost as revolutionary as penicillin. I'm not fucking joking you. Like, before penicillin, oh, your thumb got an infection? I guess you're dead because of <laughs> septus or whatever the whatever the infer staff or whatever. It went right to his heart, killed him, he died. And now it's like, I mean, it, it penicillin saved lives. This saves people, and men especially, at least half of their time. At mm -hmm. least, at least half of their metaphorical life, you know, they're still alive. But I don't know if you want to be alive being blue pill all the time. No, uh, and I mean, thank God we got it so we get to enjoy a little bit of our time. You know, and it's like the boomers. The internet was invented halfway when they were, you know, halfway mm -hmm. through their lives. They're like, well, if we had this back when we were younger, it's like, yeah, well, at least you get to enjoy it. But um, yeah, the red pill master, whatever you want to call it, the internet. The, the alternative media in general, you know, it's truth. Anytime you, the red pill's right there, you could take it. And I'm a little jealous of our millennial um, friends because they ha always had that. But at the same time, they didn't have any jobs to sort of get in the economy. So, yeah, no, there's always balance. There's, I mean, <clears throat> the amount of lies they were given. Oh, God. You know, the book I wrote wasn't necessarily to insult the millennials. But it was to hoist them on the petard and use them as an example saying, do any of you fuckers want to become like this? And then millennials look at it and say, hey, wait, we're still alive. No, fuck you. You don't count anymore. You're over. That's how bad it is. Your average age is 30. You as a generation are fucking over. Unless you have some major epiphanies and some major mea culpas, you're done. You're a footnote in history. You're cemented. Dried cookies. Get the fuck out of here. Now we're worrying about people that aren't so arrogant with their heads up their asses uh, that they're going to listen to us. But as bad as the millennials are and mockable as they are, they they weren't brought up in a vacuum, and I had an article, article a chapter called Never Trust Anyone Over 30, and it was going to say, like, look, much as we can make fun of the millennials, they didn't come from nowhere. They are brought up by the boomers and some older Gen Xers, mm. and what ended up happening is just as much as I ripped on the millennials, I had to. It wasn't a choice. I just organized my thoughts about the boomers, how they influenced the millennials, the different types of boomers. I ram on, I just slam on the boomers as much as I do the millennials. <laughs> so, so far, the first half of the book is half ripping on millennials, half ripping on boomers, because it's true. They were just so bad. And so at the end, I really do, I do believe even going through this, I'm like, I believe the millennials are a victim. I know that sounds shocking coming from me. They have, they're to blame themselves as well. They owe a little bit of their own responsibility. Um, but I don't think they, they stood a chance with the amount of lies and propaganda and bullshit. Even their own goddamn parents were telling them there's so thank God they got the internet. Thank God. But yeah, they, it's not like it's all puppies and roses for the millennial generation. Even now. Yeah. Seriously. No. Oh, uh, where are we at? Uh, federal reserve has <laughs> committed trees and $5. The Federal Reserve repo operations was the Fed giving billions back to the banks due to liquidity shortages. 
in a sense, recapitalizing the banks. Is this was that that whole bailout that he's talking? Well, that's about, that's or? what a bailout is. I don't know how that's yeah. repo. Why are they calling that repo operations? I thought the Federal Reserve had some assets on their balance sheets that were guaranteed by collateral, and they said, "Fuck it, you're not paying. We're going after your." I don't know why they call it. That's a that's a misnomer. You wouldn't repo, call that yeah. repo operations. You call that a bailout. Yeah. Um, uh, recapitalizing the banks. Yeah, I don't know. Are they? Are they I'm against that. I want the banks to fail. I want I want the fail. banks to go down. I want the bankers to all be fired. I want them serving me my coffee because that's where they deserve to be. And even baristas and ser- people keep thinking I don't like service uh, industry people. I love them. They're actually working a real job. Um, but these bankers should be wiping our asses. That's where bank the bankers should be licking our, our toes and cleaning our socks. Fuck them. Tarp loans still outstanding on some. Really? Yeah, and it's been what uh, 10, ten years, years now. Yeah, eleven. I've seen some audited statements that say that. All right, hang on. Uh, Wait, so the banks haven't paid the, the federal yeah, reserve or, back yet? So, do you ever read annual reports ever online or just? I used to a through? lot, but not. No one pays me anymore to do it. I can't even remember. One of these happened to be sitting out somewhere. It was a. I, it was a Fortune 500 company, I guess, but I can't remember which one. Or no, no, no it was a bank. I'm sorry, it was a bank. bank. And uh, yeah, I flipped straight to the financial statements pages and you always look at the notes and yeah, they were still paying off their TARP loans as of 2018, but they were thriving. Hey, they got bailed what out. What was the cash flow like? Did they have a lot of excess cash flow? They did. So I didn't understand Dude, that because- if I, w- if I was Trump, President Cappy, I'd, I'd say get all Fortune 500 companies. I'd have analysts look at it. I'd say, anyone? I call the CEOs and I say, you're going to pay this shit off right motherfucking now. And if you don't, I'm going to take away everything you fucking own and fuck your wife. I just think everybody's in bed with him. Yeah. That, that would not, that would not stand. Um, Ice knows. Actually, would you go to, would you go a couple lines above that? Just so we can see uh, that line Uh, from M to PG four. Yeah. Can we, yeah, you know, I, I, um, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's a Russian <laughs> bot. I think it's a guy. I think it's something buddy fucking with you. And if it is of the female persuasion, she's fat. Cause otherwise she would have had a hot picture. Now, if we go to Alicia XO, see Ooh. now, now, well, I'm, okay, Chad, let's see how savvy you are. Do you think that's really her? <laughs> <laughs> well, she seems really sincere in that picture. Like, oh yeah. Look at those sunglasses. Cause uh, I know, I know 23 year old girls that are tens who wear like really expensive clothing always tunes into two old fart boomer gen Xers who talk about accounting and accounting <laughs> software. I know this is legit. Hey, maybe she might want to meet you, Chad. I mean, if it gets the <clears throat> panties wet, then no, it yeah. doesn't. It does. <laughs> Um, hey, that. just what? remember that through my association on this channel, I actually have gotten progress thanks to you. You've gone laid twice. Yes, thanks to me. Oh, uh, where are we? Going back to Ice Snows. That'd be terrible if she was watching. Uh, Ice Snows for $5.56. The problem with what you say about women, Cappy, is that you are making 100% sense and argue rationally. Women are never persuaded by that. I, I can't disagree with that comment. I this is why asshole consulting charge charges. And then I'm going to finish this book. I'm going to do some research and an essay for the red pill community, which I think is going to be a, a bombshell because <clears throat> it's going to be probably one of the most practical um, 
essays to write. It's going to be more of a research paper than anything else. Then after that, what do I engage in fully? Um, I write my book about the millennials. I write right. my book on the red pill. But essay, it's not really going to be a book. <clears throat> and then when I'm done with those that will be under my name, I then continue on to... South Dakota. Operation oh, no, no, no. Operation Evil. Evil. Operation, Operation Evil. Evil. Yes, yeah. Ice Knows. I know women don't want to... Even writing through the book about philosophy and lies and what genetic instincts people have and the survival. And da, da, da. Everyone loves lies, but especially women. I know women hmm. love lies. I know that. Uh, it's a third of the damn economy when you boil down to it. It's everyone is lying to women. So they either give up the, the pussy or they spend their fucking money. I understand that. Um, so I, I have no delusions about getting Chad's good friend to marry up or, or anyone to, you know, be happy. I've given up. Hey, who could, who couldn't I get to go and major in the right shit? Anybody. Right. <laughs> Especially the person that the book Worthless was dedicated to. Okay. Sign from God. Okay. Was that Sign Varmint from, or somebody it was Varmint. Else? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sign from God. Nobody wants to listen to the truth. Every bit of evidence, everyone wants to listen to lies. So going forward, yes, I will be having Operation Evil. She's college age now? Not yet. She's getting there. Huh. Um, she will be going to college next year. Got accepted. Still time for you. There's still no, time. no, 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 mm -mm. no, dude. Not, not that I have a heart or a soul. Really want to see that kid do the best. This was kind of like this was the Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. It's like, dang kid, you got some, you got some skill, you got potential, sharp kid. Um, and here's how to throw a lightsaber around and da da da, and then it goes to the dark side. You're like, yeah, fuck it. It's just like, uh, okay, you know, so I, I know when to throw in the towel. That's no. another thing about being a homebody is you really become insular. You just, is it worth going outside? The person who has been actually very influential in this has been DT. Oh yeah. He's a homebody. He's a homebody, but he has a family, but he also made the very interesting point where I was going to get some food. Uh, and when you go and get food, what, and you're going to go to a restaurant or a bar, what is always shoved in your face? Uh, when you go to a restaurant or a bar, what's always shoved in your face, it's always shoved in your face. I'll give you a hint. Even if I go to a restaurant, I'll usually sit at the bar if they have one because you get faster service, uh, shoved in your face, uh, um, right there at the bar, even restaurants, the menu, no more than the menu. This is shoved more in your face than the menu is. The specials. Nope. I must be way off on this one. <laughs> you should know it because it's you had troubles with this. This was one of your few psychological troubles. You wanted you even hired me to get your 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 psychological thing fixed about this. The sports balls. Sports ball. Yes. I finally figured out why I like Perkins so much. You know why? They don't have any TVs, they don't do they? Have any TVs. There's no sports ball. Unfortunately, the GF hates Perkins. So I'm like, no. no if I were ever Perkins, I, she doesn't like the food, and I'm like, the food's not that bad. They have all kinds of different options. I, I know, I know this, I know this, but but what DT taught me, he's like, I don't go out anymore because it's too painful, and I realize he's 100 percent right. If even if you drive, you're going to have slow idiot 
American and immigrants, by the way, it's not just the immigrants, the quality of people driving has gone to shit for everyone. So <clears throat> that's an immediate stressor. Mm. Then you go to your restaurant and you sit down and it's just sports ball plugged <laughs> into your face. And what's even worse is when they're analyzing the sports ball. And then you start to sit and think about how stupid society is that sports ball is this universal and it's a goddamn cold. And why can't I have it? And I'm going to go, and I want to go to a nice quiet restaurant, but those are really fucking expensive. And all I want is a nice little bird. And then there's like people talking, you want to fucking kill them because they're talking about stupid shit at the bar. Right. And then it's like, wait a minute. DT is right. I'm just going to stay at home. And then you're calm. I don't know if you'll ever roll through here again, but if right. you do, I know the perfect place to take you. I was there last night. It's a spot not far from me. No right. TV, no TVs at all. None. Good. Good. Uh, full bar. They'd have, I know you're not a drinker, but they've had great whiskey, rumplements, you know, that oh. they're stocked and all they right. even have a, a food station that's just freaking amazing. So you would love this place. I, yeah. I was there till very late last night. So it was great. If, if I had ever won the lottery and blah, but I'd have to win a hundred million dollars before I'd ever open up a restaurant or a bar, I would open up a restaurant or a bar and it would be like the Kingsman headquarters. It would be a library. It'd be quiet. The Kingsman, you saw the Kingsman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Their headquarters before it got blown up in the second one. So it'd it was be like, like a, a tailor shop. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be like all British and quiet and there'd be people smoking pipes and it'd yeah, be a very cigar bar or like a country I, club. Yeah. 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 But no television, none. Right. Yeah. Comfortable chairs. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> I'm picturing maroon fireplace fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe, maybe some slight symphonic music ever so slight in the background yeah and then even though none of us have british accents non-stop dre would walk in like oh hello chaps like oh non-stop dre hello and then oh region it is great to see you suck any penis lately <laughs> oh yes i have a little disappointed Good. he's not here today <laughs> well and then atham would come in ah atham old chap have you gone spelunking dunking recently ho 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 and then we just sit and read books. Did you read what Rolo Tomasi wrote? <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, yes. It's splendiferous, differently good. Alpha seed, beta need. <laughs> <laughs> O'Shea Jackson would come in. You know, he have a monocle. Oh, O'Shea okay. would need a monocle. Yep. He, yeah, he'd have to have a monocle. Oh, what up? Oh, I can't say it. Can't say it. Oh, <laughs> uh, so... Uh, there's nonstop Dre. Alrighty. Oh, nonstop Dre again. Ten percent. Ten percent. What were we saying earlier that he? Uh, I forgot we were talking about earlier with his um, situation. He want he want to know if he should like go. I'm black, vet uh, status. All right. Disabled, uh, yeah. and then he want to know, oh, am I quadriplegic, sexual, or whatever? <laughs> and we're like, no. He's got enough. He's got three marks checked out. He, he's good. He's good. To you go. are shoe in for everything. Yeah. <clears throat> You're good to go. If the promotion is required, maybe you hint that you suck some dick a little bit on the side or something. <laughs> but. Although even that, just being straight gay, if that's even a word, like straight up gay, let's call it. That may not be enough. He may have to be, well, I'm a woman in a man's body, but I, I like both sexes. Or, 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 or Dress as a furry, Dre. There you go. I'll cover all your bases. 
I wonder if they're ever going to list people's sexual preferences on these demographic questions. Oh, we'll get to it. What else are these fucking government workers going to do? They got to have it just advancing and pushing the frontiers so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris in Phoenix won for $4.99. I paid off my house. Now, should I have it under my name with an umbrella policy or put it in an LLC since we live in this aberrant... Uh, Ooh. I don't think there's a need for an LLC with your house. They're all. It also depends on the state law. In Minnesota, they actually do have state law. Like you just can't take somebody's house. Yeah, I think that is that is uh, negated from. Yeah, that's a lawyer question in the state of Arizona, because I'm sure Arizona will have slightly different laws than Minnesota or Illinois. I can't. I don't think know. Reason that. to do that? I yeah, an LLC. This would be more where you get it in. Um, he sets up a, a trust, right? Yeah, like if that there's an estate or you are eventually going to rent this thing out, you wouldn't have to set up an LLC, but some people do, but not if you're just going to live in it. Yeah, I I think the umbrella policy is the easier one. Yeah. You know, I'm no economist. I'm the <laughs> property owner. But I'm no accountant. <laughs> I'm no accountant. You ever go in, you, you, what, what, oh, hang on, hang on. Uh. I'm going to earn some nerd points here. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Horrible, horrible anime. Horrible, which I know I've already insulted, but I'm going to show you how geeky I am. You ever hide your power level? I've never played the thing. Okay, it's not it's not a game, it's a cartoon. They would it's it's a stupid thing of people kicking the shit out of superheroes kicking the shit out of you and they always you can measure your power level. Oh, oh my god, he's a power level 5000. I'm only 400 or 4500. <clears throat> and what they would do is hide their power level so that at the end they could kick the shit out of the guy who's talking smack. But in real life, have you ever hid your power level where you act like like I've been in social search uh, situations where oh, you know, what do you think about this? Well, I don't know. I'm no economist. You know, I, I know it's exactly. stupid all the time. You do? Because people try to pick at political topics where they're trying to see if I agree or disagree with them. And I'm just like, oh, that's an interesting issue. Tell me more about it. Oh, really? I'll have to I no think idea. about that. You know, that's crazy. Men are toxic. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I man spreading <laughs> is worse than anything in the world. Uh, one of the one of the best, better versions of that. Uh, I took a dance class in swing dancing. Yeah, and act like I didn't know anything. Mm. And just and the girl I had as a dance, like, oh, you're really good. I'm like, well, it's just because I'm a natural, you know. It's fun to do that with politics. Like you can get how crazy somebody is just by listening to them explain something. What if we kill only the rich white people? (laughs) Would that be okay? (laughs) Um, Dre again for five bucks. 23 years old, U.S. Marine Corps veteran using the GI Bill for computer science. I've come across your videos after the military I wish I did it at 17 when I first joined the um, Marine Corps. I did 23. Your whole life. Yeah, you still, yeah. That's the trick is to, because I'm sure we maybe had an uncle, maybe even our parents tried to tell us this stuff. I doubt it. Uh, but you were so numbed from school and you hated your teacher so much. You're like, why the fuck am I going to listen to you? I mean, if we had the, the hashtag, okay, boomer, we would have said it in the eighties. Um. But it sounds like he's listening. That's the other thing is that he is actually listening to the wisdom. So that is that is good. And if you listen to the wisdom, you can 
actually succeed in it. More from nonstop Drake. I will just sign over all your GI bill here, Dre. Yeah. You're going to read. No, I, I, I lost the, I got it up. Oh, on there the it screen. is. There it is. Yeah. yeah, I got, no, it froze for a second. Um, what was your nonstop Dre for $5? What was your red pill moment? For me, my parents always told the harsh truth as a kid. And luckily my father had a spine and my mom was kind. Do you have a particular red pill moment? It was, there were several little pills I took along the way. One was when I broke up with my girlfriend in college, who was very sweet and kind and nice. And I broke up with her in a horrible way, but she wasn't having sex. Um, <clears throat> and food, clothing, and shelter was of vital importance. I didn't have time to fuck around. So I became this accidental alpha where any other girl that would flirt with me or we'd talk, because I dated a lot, um, I'd always get the nice girl that wasn't ready to have sex. And I'm like, fuck this <laughs> shit. So there was one gal, a uh, really cute East Indian girl, though she had blue eyes. So the British soldiers must have got in there somewhere. And she actually had the courage and balls to come up and ask me to go out with her. And I said, no, I won't. And she's like, why not? And I said, because you won't have sex. Uh, and you yeah. could just see, like, I just punched her right in her heart. And and I was just like, because I was like so sick and tired of these girls. Like, well, maybe we could cuddle. And I'm like, dude, I, I need to eat. There's always an opportunity cost for me spending an hour of my time with you. Uh, I don't have the time. So this girl... She really liked me. She ran upstairs crying and I said, yeah, you won't sleep with me. So I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. And that was kind of, I noticed that that had standing up for yourself was good. Um, and then what was the other one where I saw girls started throwing themselves at me or it was a lot easier to get girls to go out with me when I had a skill or a trade and that was ballroom dancing. Um, and then there was another time, a third time, where I had the economic epiphany that less was more, um, where I was chasing after a gal, and I just cut her off cold turkey, and then all of a sudden she came back. And so you didn't, flooding the market, suffocating girls, but it wasn't any one real one, red pill moment. It was like stages. Same. You know. Do you want me to answer no, no that was it it's just if it's the same that was all right okay uh, i snows again uh where did where were we um red pill yeah i snows for five dollars i don't trust fiat currency those people can't even make cars how do you expect these people to manage money um the car company fiat i i don't know i don't get the I question yeah i don't get the um question. Trust Fiat. These people can't even make cars. I don't. Uh, maybe he'll clarify for us yeah. uh, a little further. Oh, here's down. Ray John. Ray John's back. Ray John, um, five dollars Canadian. <laughs> you know those guys who wear big black hats that stand outside of castles in England. I applied to be one of them. Yeah, that's the uh, the guards, Br British the the guards of the palace or whatever. Uh, that's part of the military, right? The big bear hat. The big yeah, and they're red, yeah. and they um. Is he even tall enough to be one of those? Also, don't you have to be? Does he say he has British citizenship? I think he has or... dual citizenship. Yeah, because he could join the British military. He said so. I think he has double um dual uh, citizenship. Huh. <clears throat> That'd be fun. <laughs> Come in there. Then we go. I would fly out to the United Kingdom just to harass him because they can't flinch or move. Right. Yeah. 
Although people who do that are just dicks. Those are such people who torture those guys. I mean, what what low grade dicks are you to like? Eh, we're posing with the guys. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I can see where Britain wanted to kick her ass twice. <laughs> uh, cynic uh, for two bucks. Full Metal Alchemist is better than Dragon Ball. That's true. It's not that bad. I I try to watch a couple episodes. Still not good enough for my taste, but um, it's all right. Problem with there's there's more anime than there is seconds in your life. There's just so much shit they churn out that I mean I think Full Metal Alchemist is how long is that series? It's almost twenty years. Full Metal Alchemist seasons. Starting in 2005. Um, when did it start? Uh, 2003 episodes. How many? One. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not going to go through all this. It's, uh, it's lengthy. Uh, Brian Dean, $2. Chad, Reckless Driving 2000. <laughs> Were you a reckless driver or something? Yeah, apparently he's looking at my background or something. Oh. Um, I told him I would talk since he's being a real piece of shit in the mm -hmm. chat, you know, like uh, waving all this. I said, if you give us a $50 super chat, I'll tell you what it was. But until then, <laughs> you know, you can continue being an asshole. You don't read the Chad. You never read the comment section. I always you read never, the comments. Why do you read the comment section? Because they keep, you know, you know how when people at you, it actually highlights your name. So, so you don't I keep have to look at it. To that. Fat chick um, shows me her ass. I'm not gonna look. Well, this this fat piece of shit, Brian Dean, like actually contributes money. some money. Yeah, then I will talk more about it, and I'm happy to. It's just gonna cost him. Uh, here's uh, here's Syndicate Chief. We'll, we'll get rid of his comment there. So 64 episodes. That's long. Yeah, that's that's lengthy. 64. Yeah, for Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah. well, I, we're actually caught up. We're caught up. You want to yeah. take a break? I'll do. Uh, sure. I'll do uh, sponsors. We'll get some more stuff in. Maybe actually get to an article or something. Yeah, I just need a minute or two to use the restroom. So. All right, I'm gonna get more coffee. Too. It'll be a lengthy break. Everybody, piss. All right.
All right, I'm going to go ahead and do the sponsors here while Chad is going on because this is not the exciting part. Um, it is Christmas time, so if you would kindly consider purchasing uh, the wares or services of our sponsors uh, or just visiting them like daybydaycartoon.com. Uh, my good buddy Chris Muir helped me out through my uh, cancer scare. He's an old man boomer, one of the few boomers that should actually be visited in the nursing home. Just real quick, I'm gonna yes. just, I'm gonna make a very quick call while you do this, so I'll go off. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so check out his uh, webcomic daybydaycartoon.com. Uh, you can check that out. The rules: claiming your freedom, your manhood, and your sanity. Written by Brant uh, von Gobel. You go to von Gobel rules. V o n g o b l e rules.com. Um, and it's actually quite a thorough book with a lot of instructions and guides and uh, worksheets and everything. Uh, so check that out. You can go to vongobelrules.com. <clears throat> MGTOW's Guide to Retiring on 200000 in Southeast Asia. You can go to migtowbooks.com. Use the promo code Aaron to get 10% off. And basically the guide is exactly what it is. I, I, uh, I won't lie. You know, you get all these guys like with their books. And a lot of times it's just some shitty ass pamphlet. Like, oh, to get pussy for 75 cents. Uh, both Von Global Rules and the MGTOW's Guide to Retiring on Asia uh, in Asia on 200,000, they're very thorough, uh, very uh, thorough, they're like 200 pages. And when I read what was in the MGTOW Guide to Retiring in Asia, I was like, wow, this guy covered all of his base uh, bases. So if you are thinking about doing that, that is definitely a book uh, to consider getting. So go to MGTOWbooks.com, uh, pick that up. Uh, if you would, what is, I got to put Sandman's, Go visit Sandman's channel. Let's do that again. He he wants to uh, you to use your uh, the Brave browser of which he gets the kickback on if you get the Brave browser uh, through him. And it's a way to bypass uh, uh, big tech, which I'm all for. But check out his uh, YouTube channel anyway. You can go to Sandman. <clears throat> I'm sorry, go to YouTube and look up Sandman. The first hit, I think, is even him. I don't even think it's the Metallica song. Which shows he's pulling. Plus, I, I don't mind promoting Sandman because he's one of those few guys that's like, yeah, let's help each other out. So I'm more than happy to promote Sandman, Cynical Libertarian Society, Adam Piggott pushing rubberdownhill.com, all those guys, and Nick Schulander at nickschulander.com. Another book, <clears throat> very thorough again, not a short read, a little bit more thorough and highly reviews uh, is The Science of Mastering Women. It's written by a woman called Linda Gross. And she hosts the Men's Advocate Show. So this is not just some lady who wrote a book and said some stuff. Uh, again, very highly reviewed. That's something that you might want to get. Although I'd be real curious. One in the chat room, if you still are planning on chasing on women. Zero if you're like, nah, I could do without it. <laughs> that or you're like, nope, not doing it. One if you're actually going to. Zero if you're like, nah, I could take it or leave it. Or probably just leave it. I'm wondering how much of a market there is because that's usually, usually you're younger. I understand there's always going to be new. There's always new girls for playboy and there's always new men chasing after tail, but, but inevitably women get ugly and inevitably life beats it out of you guys. I'm wondering if the majority of young men out there are kind of like, eh, you know, uh, Hogan's heroes is on Cappy says, that's a really good show. Maybe I'll watch it. Um, be, me, 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 me. 
westernrifleshooters.wordpress.com. He linked to me about a month or two ago to show you how far behind I am on things. But check out westernrifleshooters.wordpress.com. Uh, he sent me traffic. I am more than happy to send traffic back. Uh, he uh, Pro-gun, obviously, but it's uh, black pill, conservative, libertarian, free thought. <clears throat> you can also get the books here. Where'd it go? I know I got my books. Where's Randy's? Here it is. This is a great book for the men in your life if you care about them. Uh, brothers, uncles, cousins, sons, nephews. The Pence Principle. Um, basically, it's how to me too proof yourself. It's how to make sure uh, you're not going to lose your career or your education. It's sad. It's real black pill, but <clears throat> is it black pill or is it just, it only takes one to ruin, you know, what percent of uh, Muslims are radicalized terrorists? It doesn't matter. It just takes one. <laughs> what percent of the women are you sleeping with that have herpes? It doesn't matter. It just takes one. What percent of women will falsely accuse you of rape or sexual harassment? It doesn't matter. It just takes one. So uh, get that book, The Pence Principle, written by Randall. But I wish I followed some of the advice in here. In the 90s, you were... Uh, Oh, God, I'm I'm sure shit I did in the night. Shit, stuff I did last week probably get me in trouble. <clears throat> it is. It is illegal to be a man. They're even redefining what rape is. So that's a good book. Check that out. Uh, the Pence Principle, if not just for yourself. AcademicComposition.com. Oh, thank God. I haven't promoted uh, Alex in a long time. Go to AcademicComposition.com uh, and get your uh, your newspaper newspapers, your college papers written. By hiring out Alex and his writing uh, staff. Uh, you can also go work for Alex. It's I guess it's, yeah, it's final season. So he's busy. Hit up Alex if you're looking for some work to do online. He's always looking for writers and advertisers. Both jobs suck. They're very boring. You're writing Marxist leftist papers so other people don't have to. Right? It's not a fun gig, but it pays. So check that out either as a client or a prospective employee. Academiccomposition.com. If you'd like to advertise on the show, you may. It's $100 a month because now I'm going to be back at home. I'm not going to be riding around. We don't need this anymore. Um, I'm not riding around the country no more, so uh, we will do more regular advertising. That's why I also want to continue to advertise for the Signs of Mastering Women, the Rules, and the MGTOW's Guide uh, because I really didn't advertise them enough. So please go ahead and buy those books. If you would kindly, there's my Patreon page. You can go to patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. We already talked about that. Uh, we have uh, the school of errors written by our good buddy, Dr. David Perot, where you can go to safetyphd.com and get his book, the school of errors, where if you have a kid in school and you don't want him to get blown up, read that book. If you want him to get blown up, don't read the book. Sure. Kill your children. If you don't love your children and you want them to get blown up, then you wouldn't read this book. That'll sell a lot. Uh, then we have, what else? La Medicion de l'Intelligence. We have The Curse of the High IQ in French. If you have any French people you'd like to buy a Christmas gift for. And then we got all my books. Not that one. Curse of the High IQ. If you're smart, it sucks being smart. Get that one. The Best of Captain Capitalism Top Shelf. Get that one. Uh, if you'd like to read the best of my blog posts. Reconnaissance, man. Get this book. It's a great book for men and women if they don't know where they want to live. Great graduation book, by the way. 
because after they graduate, they don't know necessarily where they'd want to go. This is the worst book to get after graduation. This is a bad graduation gift. This is telling someone who got herpes how not to get her a book on how to prevent getting herpes. Well, now it's too late. You should get this as a high school graduation gift, not a college graduation gift. But no one's going to listen to it anyway, because why the fuck listen to that? Enjoy the decline, accepting and living with the death of the United States. Great book. Matter of fact, all my books are great because I don't write books that I think suck. The Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. If you actually do care about a buddy of yours, it happens to be black, happens to be male. Latinos asked, was it for Latinos too? Yeah, it is. It's it's kind of the same. You know, it's specific to the black community, of course, but the mistakes are of the same genetic material, I guess, if that makes any sense. And so the advice would be applicable as well. But if you really want to help out a brother <clears throat> that is poor and Here's the key thing. He wants to get he he wants to be getting off the plantation. He's indicating he's kind of sick and tired of the single mom worship and the Democrat Party, and he really wants to make some some progress. He wants to be an entrepreneur. He's got some hustle. Then you get that book for him. Otherwise, fuck you, written by a white guy. I think it is written by a white guy. Oh my god, it is. Jesus. Look at that guy. He's white. Look at that fucker. And then Batch of Pad Economics, that's for all men. <clears throat> and women strong enough to read it, but I'm, I think less than a thousand women bought that actual book. God bless you if you girls did. I appreciate it. But that's why my next book is going to be all lies, all lies to all women. And uh, what else? Oh, and then Adam Piggott, a great book. Oh, this is a great book for Christmas. Get his book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. You can also get Run Guts, Pull Clones, but Pushing Rubber Downhill is the hero's journey. And the hero was still alive, <clears throat> and his name is Adam Piggott, even though he drives like a grandma lady. He's the only hero that you're like, my God, you drive like Gertrude. The gas, pedal, on the right. On the right, press it, Adam. Uh, but go to his website, pushingrubberdownhill.com. Uh, he has a book by the same name, but he also has a, a website, and it's a, a blog, and he also has a podcast. And he recently learned about MP3s, so now it won't take 18 hours for you to download his podcast um and that's it that's all i got what's nice. up you back yeah that was good timing that was great timing you got an article or something or i don't know do we want to go right here uh, <laughs> well i mean it's all repetitive what what is what is new let me see if you can guess what article i'm going to talk about this is a saying this is a a shtick i have on my blog all the time and it doesn't matter the who's or the what's or the when or the where's because it's the same thing Man, honestly, there was another uh, thing in the news where a teacher was a female teacher was sleeping with a male high school student. I thought you maybe were going to talk about that. And she was know. the uh, she was like voted teacher of the year or something. And she was also, as always, extremely, extremely attractive. Hot, right. What's up with that? <laughs> Don't fucking know. I wish. Now, I know they can't because they're technically kids, but I, I want to see what the guys look like. Like. <clears throat> are they really good looking dudes? Are they the captives of the football team? Like they gotta be. I can't imagine a hot 26 year old chick is going to sleep with fucking Mortimer snurd, you know, head of the chess club or anything for real. Hmm. Was that the article or no? Was no, it, no, yeah. but, but it is as repetitive. I mean, this is almost why it's pointless to even watch the news. Cause it's the same shit. Oh, wow. Another terrorist attack in London, you know, um, on and bad. <laughs> Candlelit vigil being held later. I'm helping. I love that meme. <laughs> Terrorist says, oh shit, they had candlelit vigil. ISIS surrenders. 
all <laughs> converts to Christianity. It's not going to happen. There's just no defense for, you know, putting candles and next to a... Oh, hang on, hang on. Here's something funny. Whoever this MTN2PG4, I was head of the chess club and I'm a hot fuck you. Okay, sure. Email Chatter me a picture of yourself with a, with a sign that says, Aaron and Chatter awesome. And I, I've actually had people print it off with the computer text instead of actually writing it. It's so sad how many posers and fakers there are out there. Okay, M2PG4, you put yourself in a nice little lingerie outfit or bikini, handwritten thing saying, here I am, Aaron and Chad, and then we'll believe you. Um, Somebody, uh, sorry, someone says, it's like I paid Aaron for a question to ask you, just a heads up. I don't see it, so I'll just tell you I don't see it. Um, go. Oh, you're muted, dude, you're muted. The news is not new. It's the same shit. That's all I was saying. And so here I have another article. What's one of my favorite sayings on my blog? Enjoy the decline. Enjoy the decline. Another one. You're in the right genre. This is probably number two. Uh, that's the one I think of when I think of your what blog. What do broken women love to do to their children? Broken women love to do their children. Uh, basically teach them to do the same shit, which is bad. Uh they they do some to their kids. This happens once a quarter easily. Probably a lot more. It just makes the news once a quarter. And I always say something, 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 something. Oh, fuck. What's the worst thing you could do to your kid? Uh, leave him without a, a mom or a dad. You leave him in Daycare. a hot car. And what happens to the kid? Suffocates. They die. Or sometimes you just kill your kid because the Lord told you. Or you want to party like that hot single mom chick and she murdered her children so she could go out and party. Yeah. Uh, this one. And then what do I always say about that? When they do the article about the mom that killed their kids, what do I always say? Do you say Darwinism? or No. Something, 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 something. The father was unavailable for the comment. The father was not available for comment. So do I have it doesn't matter. A uh, Pennsylvania mother who told police her children hanged themselves was charged Monday for murdering the eight-year-old boy and the four-year-old girl. Lisa Rachel Snyder, 36, made internet searches for suicide methods shortly before police found the children in cardiac arrest in the basement of the Albany Township home. According to the court documents, she is charged with first and third degree murder, child endangerment, and evidence tampering. This is horrific, tragic evidence, blah, 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 blah. Now we can read through it. What is never mentioned? The father had no, or they don't mention the father. They don't. There's no uh, father. Do we need fathers, Chad? Oh, no. We have the state yeah, to step up. The state and, uh, government checks will solve all the problems. That one video you made, I hope it's still on your channel. You remember that, how you dressed up as a government check and you were like, here you go, son. And it was. Oh, yeah. I still have government <laughs> check. It's in the other room. That's hilarious. I need, you know what we should do? I always wanted to do a shtick. Um, I was going to have TJ Martin Nell interview government check. And <laughs> it's just, I got, I'd have to move back far enough so you could actually see the government check. Otherwise, it's so big, it would actually just take up the whole, the whole thing. I'd have to get a mic up to my, behind it. And then somebody else would have to work the keyboard because I can't see anything. I'm blinded when I'm in the government check. But I would just like, you know, love to do this interview like government check. You say that you're the next evolution in human, you know, advancement. What do you mean by that? Well, you see, I'd have like some kind of 
East Coast dirty guy accent. The the women, they don't need the men no more. Not when you got government check. Because now let me explain. Like, guys, they expect you not to fuck other people. They, they expect you to, like, you know, maybe raise the kids you had with them. Maybe they expect a blowjob, but not government check. I just did. I do everything a guy does for you, but with no requirement. All you got to do is vote for the Democrat Party. That's all you got to do. Lifelong money, no blowjobs, no sandwiches, don't even have to raise your kids. Government check. I'm, you're sold. You're sold. And so I am, I am the superior man. I'm the next stage of evolution. And now we can send all the men off to the camps uh, where they will work. And they will toil and they will suffer and they will die. Maybe they mine some salt. Perhaps they grow cabbage. I don't know. I'm just a government check. And and then uh, the women make all the money. See? <laughs> we maybe have a program for sex. I say, hey, government check. What do we do without men's penises around? And we want to still have sex. Oh, we have a government program that buys you your sex toys paid by and paid for. Government check. I mean, I got all your priming so we could run the shtick like that. Nice but it'd be toss, way more son. comical if I had, you know, cartoon hands and dressed in a gigantic government check. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm actually, at some point, now that I remember that, I'm going to go find it. It really is a good uh, commercial. Oh, yeah. No, you could just look up, um, what is it? Playing catch with dad. I think that's the title. Yeah. Nice yeah. toss, son. <laughs> and then it's the. Yeah. And then get, through, get ready, dad. Throws it. Bonk. Here it comes, dad. <laughs> like, I'm I, surprised you know... that didn't go viral. Like, that is one of. Uh, you know, I'm kind of like, what do I got to do? Have a chick with big boobs playing with a puppy and then there's an explosion in the background. What do I got to do to get something to go viral? Like, obviously, you would never, like, reveal their identities but i when i first saw that i did wonder it's like whose friends did he convince to let their kids like do this video with yeah it's <clears throat> i should probably go back and you know like take out uh some videos or something like that but i don't know um so but, yeah i don't know that that was that was the the article father not available for comment i'm sure tragedy whatever not going to solve the problem so i don't you know i don't really care are you at all interested in doing any asshole consulting right now? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Why? Do you got an asshole consulting video? Well, the, so request? somebody, yeah, somebody in the chat says that he already sent you this. He sent the money. All right. Yeah, yeah. I have that on my notes. Let's, you might as well pull that up. Yeah, he said that uh, we, you know, he wanted my opinion on something. Yeah, so yeah no, someone it. did come up with a very specific chat. Elkinsian? Is that what it is? You're an Elkinsian? Keynesian, no. Elkinite? No. What is your dad? prefer that the tribe of elkins be called uh superman it's elkins yes uh, but the group of elkins the elkins elkins is elkins the elkinites elkinites elkinsises <laughs> elkinsisians no El i like elkinsians did you like, send me this no you no, probably I didn't because didn't. i know you're gonna oh can you send it to me because i really like to read it beforehand only when it involves like potential research I have to do if it's like tax or something. But um All right, I will read it here for you. Hi Aaron, this question is for Daddy Chad Elkin CPAM himself. <laughs> Just as a heads up, I like a video response. Background. Hey Chad, to give you some background, I'm a third year accounting major in Canada. 
I'm currently at the end of a six-month work term at a large steel company working in their accounting and finance department. In addition, I've done a four-month stint at a local tax firm uh, last busy season and have been doing some bookkeeping, budgeting, and analytic work for the local startup on the side for the past 1.5 years. So he worked for the tax firm, and then he's got a little side gig going on Mm -hmm. as a bookkeeper, right? Current problem. So before I got my internship, my plan was to work as a GL staff. What's GL? GL. General General Ledger? Ledger. Yeah, I think. As a GL staff accountant for a Fortune 500 company, but after working in a large corporate environment, I think I had a change of heart. Though the people are work at work, or, though the people and work are good, I just don't think I have the personality for the corporate world. The main things I can't seem to get around are the absolute fixed hours, having to stay at home, yep, having to stay at work when you don't have to have any work to do. Wasting time in useless meetings about organizing meetings that amount to a new meeting, the overall politics and nothing really getting done. Having to constantly reconsider your sexual orientation because of how much dick you need to suck. That's all of corporate. That's, that's just that accounting. That's all corporate gigs. Uh, Unfortunately, I've always seen accounting as my trade of choice and love the work, but the corporate environment really makes it hard for me to do real accounting, which is what I want to do. Though you might say, well, you're only an intern. I've developed close relationships with a lot of people in the company. They all tell me to run from the corporate world, which tells me something. This realization led me into a deep reflection about what I want to do with my life. Ultimately, the most logical decision for me is to work for myself, though this seems like a brash decision. I've already seen the reality of self-employment through my stint working in tax and my side accounting gig, and I will happily make take the downsides of self-employment to the corporate world. What downsides are there to self-employment? Aside from hard work, there really isn't. And maybe a little uncertainty. Once you get rolling, I work a fraction of the bullshit that I sat there. I haven't done any real work in a few weeks. (laughs) Yeah. And the what's worse than having too much work to do is not having enough work to do at all. And you just sit there twiddling. Being stuck. Yeah. Yeah, That's even worse than working. So when you're when you're self, I'm trying to think of the downsides of self-employment, of which I don't think there's any. Well, there's not a lot of downsides for a single person who doesn't have to support anybody else. But if you right. really have to worry about others, that's a downside. That's when you really got to make that money quickly. Well, um, and I guess you shouldn't have fucked and brought a kid to term, huh? Pete? <laughs> I, yeah. I love it. Well, but what about the children? Uh, they shouldn't have been born. That's the real world telling you you fucked up and you shouldn't have had them. If you're asking and begging for money and bailout, what about insurance? What about you did you thought about that before you came inside your wife? Assuming your wife is even there. I wanted was that the end of his message or was there Oh fuck oh. no. No, we're halfway okay. through it. I had another thought, but he probably talks about it. All right. Um this is why I'm contacting you today. I need your guidance on whether my plan is realistic and what next steps to take. The firm. Though I'm very comfortable with the idea of an exclusive ta- exclusively tax firm. I think that my interests lie more with controllership services. Ideally, I'd like a firm that offers services such as accounting and bookkeeping, uh, HR, payroll and compliance, custom financial reporting, data analysis, setting up accounting systems, and others such as budgeting and tax prep. I've experienced in all these already, but want more experience, obviously. 
My plan is to work for a few years after school, get my CPA ASAP and start the classic two-prong approach. Excellent. Also, I need to note that my parents got me a green card a year ago. So once I graduate university, I'm moving to the U.S. Well, how is his parents from the United States and he ain't a U.S. citizen? That's a good question. I, you would automatically be a U.S. Okay, whatever. Yeah. My parents live in in Lake Zurich, Illinois. Oh, that's just up uh, north here. So if you are in Chicago and the summer, I'd like to meet the legend himself. See, you're already becoming legend, world. Yeah. Remember when you got recognized in public? Yeah, I was like, wait, are you sure you know who I am? And I like, got yeah. recognized in public three days ago. Did you? Where? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, over at Perkins, of course, obviously. Perkins. Is there any other place to be than Perkins? Yeah, guy with his his uh, his nephew. He was uncling. He took his nephew out. And he, hey, you're I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. And I, he got um, he's on the the YouTube's occasionally. I think his his handle's like Wolcom or uh, something like that. So he he's around. Do you like it when people you know are like, hey, you're Eric? Oh, it's like, awesome. Yeah, because it's not like you know, if I was Brad Pitt, that would suck because <laughs> yeah. everybody knows who Brad Pitt is. But if you're like this. F level celebrity, quote yeah. unquote. Even I mean, every once you know, like once a year, I get recognized, and it's like, oh, cool, yeah, I forgot people are out there. You know, people do tune into the show occasionally. Well, it's like when I was at that Roosh meetup, and those two guys met me. I'm like, so how do you know about me? And both people said, uh, Clary. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it's kind of neat. It's the right amount, and you know what's really cool? Everyone's been totally awesome. Um, like, hey, man, whatever. Or sometimes they're really cool, and and they just like. Like one time I was at a, I was ordering a hot dog at this civic event in um, a town called Excelsior, Excalibur uh -huh. is what we call it. And um, <clears throat> the Masons were there and uh, I'll have this on my hot dog. Da, da. And then he says, there you go. Anything for the captain. It was like a little, little hat tip, little wink and a nod. To the <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. So, nice. uh, yeah. Um, what were we? He's going to do the two-pronged approach. Okay. Um, <laughs> Questions. Is this type of firm realistic when it comes to demand and profits? I see these types of firms online a lot, so I always assume they would be. Yes. You're going to find yourself doing less audits because, you know, they, they typically hire larger firms to sure. do the auditing. But there is so much room for payroll, bookkeeping. Um, I, I keep a few bookkeepers in my Rolodex or whatever when I need them. And they actually, they do pretty well without having to kill themselves work-wise. Of mm. course, you need to find clients, but once you have that, you're good to go. Okay. Two, if you believe this is a viable choice, what job should I pursue upon graduation to gain experience? Audit, Audit. working at firm that offers controllership services, staff accounting in the industry that I plan on specializing in. If you want to get into public accounting, which never hurts to have on your resume, obviously you go into audit. Right. But as long as you're getting experience with all that stuff, like, you know, general ledger, journal entries, closing, reconciliations, you know, that the blah, blah, blah of accounting experience, that's all you need. And you get enough experience with that. Your CPA, your your set. Yeah. Uh, three, I have two years left of school till I graduate. What can I do right now to prepare myself for this plan? I thought about trying to get a part-time job at one of these controller and CFO firms. Uh, honestly, if you're able to, I don't know if they really offer that outside of an internship period, like in the summer, but I say full speed ahead. If you're able to find that you can balance it. Okay. Uh, four, I've considered living in Chicago after graduating. Cause I like the city. Just wondering if you were to do it all over again, would you choose Chicago or place roots elsewhere? Wow. What a great That's question. warmer. 
So here's the thing. I didn't grow up anywhere in the United States. So it was never like, oh, this is home and that is home. Mm-hmm. I will say I lived in D.C. and then New York City before coming here. I like it here way more than those other two places from quality of life, cost of living. Hell, even the women here are nicer, even though they tend to be a little chunky sometimes. Yeah. No, um, Chicago, I have positive things to say about Chicago, despite it being a left a shithole the weather fucking sucks but i mean what are you gonna do uh the summers here are great um i'm pretty much stuck here because of my business but if i sold it and was set for life money wise i'd have to think about where to go vegas Ah, ah. that so i would follow your um chain here it's like what are the income tax free states and then just kind of go from there if i wanted to stay in the u.s you like warmth I love warmth. So Nevada, Texas, Florida. It's really just those, I guess. Maybe Tennessee. Okay. Do you like mountains? Yes. Well, they don't ha- really have those in Texas. Exactly. And they definitely don't have mountains in Florida. Do you know what the highest peak in Florida is? Isn't it like some kind of parking lot that's too? Yeah, it's like this general of- road that you don't even see it's going up. Yeah. And it's only like 351 feet above sea level. My uh, former roommate uh, back when I lived in D.C., you know, we're still friends. We talk. One of his hobbies is he wants to reach the high point of every single state. Like Uh when he was visiting me three summers ago, we went to the one in Illinois. Yeah. He's like, what's the highest point in Illinois? I'm like, well, let's go up the Sears Tower. He's like, no, 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 no. I want to find the park. It was in the north, extreme northwest part of the state by Iowa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he insisted that we drive out there for this lame 20 minute hike to get to the highest peak of Illinois. Now, did you go to Hawks Peak? I think it's called Hawks Peak in Iowa then, because that's just another you know two what, hours that way. You know what is terrible? Surprisingly, Iowa, I've been to almost all states, all but like oh. 10 or something. I've never been to Iowa, and I should have just been like, dude, let's drive another 10 Over miles. To, to so you can, can be right there, yeah. Yeah, have lunch here or something. He's like, no, we got the high point. Let's head back. <laughs> so. if, if he was if he was smart, he would have just gone another two hours over because um, just south of the Minnesota-Iowa border uh, is Hawks Peak, I think. And it's a joke because it's not a peak. It's not even a hill. It's just this farmyard, basically. And uh, you're at the highest point of, of Iowa. And uh, it's, so, it's not not really all that exciting. This is really funny. The high point of Illinois is actually somebody's front yard. Like there's a house there. Really? You're, yeah. You're only allowed to go up there like three weekends out of the whole year. And they're in June, you know, because yeah. that's all the people will allow. Like it's it's private property. So we, we're lucky they even <laughs> offer you that. And this was the best part. When I did some research, I want to know who these people were. The uh-huh. guy's an accountant. You got oh, an accountant there. Yeah, almost faded. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I climbed the high point of Illinois, which took twenty minutes and was not physically strenuous at all. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin's got Rib Mountain, and that's actually a real thing. They got ski hills on that. Minnesota is like Eagle Mountain or Lake Mountain, something like that. That's not all exciting. Near Canada, I'm guessing, or uh, I don't know. Hang on, I got. Hang on for a second. Someone's fucking up my eyes. It's like something out of the corner of my eye. Yeah, it's not until you get to like South Dakota. It's like, oh yeah, Harney's Peak. Even North Dakota's got a little bit of a peak. Um, then you're in Wyoming or Colorado, and then like, yeah. oh yeah, now you're talking real. Now you're talking thirteen thousand feet plus. 
Well, I climbed the high point of Virginia <laughs> with this guy, God, in like 2004 or something. Like so. you and Paul's flash drive climbed to a 2,000-foot molehill or something? What? It, it was not anything strenuous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody, yeah, Charles in the chat, the name of the place in Illinois. It is called Charles Mound. Yeah, that's where we went. Charles Mound, okay. Yeah, this rinky-dink town. And <laughs> um, I did a poll on how many men are chasing. While you were gone... Zero if you're not chasing women. One if you are chasing women. We got zero, 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 zero. He's married. One, zero, one, 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 point one, one. It's kind of mixed. It is. I guess I guess we should. It, I'm good to know that data because, okay, maybe we should still talk about, like, you know, how do you get the girls? <laughs> what other strategies? Because I've always moved the shift to to okay now that you've either gotten a girl or you're like you're done with it what do you do next so you get onto a little bit more philosophical grounds a uh, rage on five bucks canadian always relieved when rage on has something uh five dollars canadian i don't have one drop of british blood in me never been to the country i'm canadian i'm allowed in under special circumstances okay so that's like that commonwealth thing that they got yeah hmm See, if we hadn't fought a civil war, we'd be able to go back to Britain if we wanted to and huh. be thrown in jail for having a gun or a knife or or defending yourself or teaching a pug to do a Nazi salute. Right. I was just going to say, yeah. like having a YouTube video that upsets some people. There is no way in hell. I will not even go to. Did I miss a donation here? No. The next one is. Oh, no. Okay. Why is this red up here? Where? There was a. Uh... It says two ninety nine, but we already answered it. it. Says where does payroll taxes go? I don't know why that's red and why it's up there. I already answered that one quite some time ago. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't even see it in the roll here, but I know we answered it. Um, Miguel, you got Miguel's. Yeah. Um, where did that just go? Miguel Angel Casillas, five bucks. Government check until thirty plus successful working woman. Realize that they are the one paying into and out of the system. Your yesterday video, anything look forward to, loved it. Man, that's a lot of text speaking. <laughs> yeah, no, what he what he was saying is the, uh, I did the, is there anything good to look forward to in the future? And I was talking about how if you operate from <clears throat> old traditional premises that were true in the past or even true today, you're going to be pissed off. What we got to do is you got to look at it in future premises and it may not be what you want because your, your wants are uh, crafted based on past expectations, past assumptions and past premises. But if you look at it with new eyes, there's always something positive uh, because of the law of universality and balance. And what I said is that uh, like, for example, uh, you left corporate America because of sexism. That's, yeah. that's literally what it was. They were sexist against men. They promoted uh, women and minority they, women over yeah. you or other more qualified people. You had to work for They could come that, in late and not get yelled at, and I right, would. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so that's not meritocratic. That's bad. And now men or white people, whoever, uh, or, or just people who want to do their best, uh, that want to have a, mer a, a meritocracy, People who want to achieve excellence in life, that is bigoted against them, regardless of what your skin color, gender, or whatever Dre decides he's going to be next week. Uh, 
And that may piss you off, and it should, because now you can no longer work in corporate America to achieve your best. But they're now, it's like pushing a balloon down. I am going to flatten this balloon. All you did now was make a different part of the balloon go up. Where is now the opportunity? What is the good side of that? I was just, while you were talking about this, I was thinking of something that I think is related. It's more, I always say this word wrong, Schaden, Schadenfreude. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, I can mention that later, but I really got to talk about this. So. <clears throat> well, now you have an opportunity for entrepreneurship. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to work in corporate America. It once they abandoned meritocracy, look, corporate America was not a great place to work for in the first place. No. All right. Now that it's all, what color is your vagina? Which is the next title of my upcoming book. What <laughs> color is your vagina? That should uh, sell. Do you think there's going to be even an ounce of sanity? No. Do you, you want to talk about a toxic work environment? It's these dumbasses like, hey, did you know that you had to volunteer for the corporate feel-good, touchy-feely, nonprofit 503C thing today? Now we're going to have a meeting about diversity. And and I've always – I know this may be a shocker, but you know who also doesn't like attending diversity meetings? Uh, Everybody. Minority people (laughs) and women too. They don't like it. Yeah, I mean, shock. So you are – now corporate America has become an insane asylum. It was – it was already unacceptable to begin with. Now you have no meritocracy, no fairness, no reason to go in there. Now you're going to drive people, the real ones anyway, to entrepreneurship. And if you want schadenfreude, who's taking place? Who is the future? What's the future, Chad? What do they keep telling us on the shirts? The future is female female vagina why because vagina but why vagina because female but why female because vagina it's too complicated you need a master's degree in gender studies to understand this chad so should we be upset that women are taking over corporate america i don't care but there's something they should know and this is what i wanted to just go over real quick yeah I forget who made a video about this. It might have been, I don't know if you know who Black Pigeon Speaks is. Black Pigeon Speaks, he's, yeah, very popular. He made this video called Leftover Women. And I was just thinking recently, and and when you were going through all that, I don't think this country, or you could even say the West in general, is prepared for how many leftover women there's going to be. Oh. Because there's going to be a shit ton of them. See, and again... Is this just what we see through our eyes? Is this just sensationalism articles being no. written up? No. And again, I'm this I'm really real. glad I, I'm glad I'm writing this book because it's been an exercise in other capacities. But you start seeing empirical bits of data like we never discovered that star system. We didn't discover that planet. We are pushing out to new frontiers. And a perfect example is the number of egg freezing. Uh, yeah, the egg freezing industry. That's proof. Uh, the number of, of pet insurance, these industries, that pet insurance, women predominantly, there are some men, but it's predominantly women that are doing pet. The number of women on psychotropic drugs, uh, this is not a stereotype. This is not you, Yahoo News trying to get clickbait. This shit is fucking happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a pretty good finger on the pulse. And and Black Pigeon speaks. What I didn't watch the video, but I'm going to assume based on the premise, he is absolutely right. 
Um, there, not only do you see these Gen X spinsters starting to form, you want to really see it? Do you remember the hashtag women with degrees? Oh, a long time ago, yeah. Am I for women getting degrees? Why are they getting full degrees? No, no, because... am I for women getting oh, educated oh. and getting degrees? Is that what's my policy on women getting degrees? I think you think that they should get degrees only if it's like a worthwhile subject. Or you think they should be stay-at-home women with kids? No, no? I, I am all for choice. I am pro-women getting degrees as long as it pays them. Oh, okay, I am yeah. I am against women getting bad degrees, not because I want to oppress women, because going into debt for a worthless degree, that is oppressive. <clears throat> do I want women to have financial success as STEM and doctors and engineers? Sure, and we all do. Debt, we all do. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I, I want that there. Um, oh, fuck. I just lost it. Help me out back here. Want women to get degrees. So they're not. Was it about how they oh, have. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so uh, the women with degrees hashtag was not specific to any one group of women, but it was definitely, you could tell, it was started by a black woman because it was disproportionately black and minority women mm -hmm. uh, that were like, oh, I got my degrees. I got my degrees. What percentage of those degrees were anything worthwhile? Uh, God, I'm going to say, I was going to say 20, but even that seems kind of high. I went through, it was five. Five? One in, one in uh, 20, 5%. Uh, you want to talk about leftover women. That's it. They, they torpedoed, forget whether they were pretty or not. We're not even going to go there. All right. Let's say they're all very good. Let's say they're sevens and eights. All right. Yeah. They all went into crippling levels of debt for worthless degrees. Guess what percentage of them were going to, when their little hashtag thing, guess what, how, what percent said, no, it's time to get my masters. <laughs> Who the guess. hell? I, 30. Half. Just half? Half. Half were going to go on and get a master's degree in that same worthless shit. And you could see, especially pronounced within the black community and minority community, these women are going to be left over. Right. Th these men are, how much do you got in debt, sweetheart? For what fucking bullshit master's degree? I, you know, black man or not, no man's going to take on that responsibility. And especially that they're so brainwashed. These, we optimistically assume these women are even looking for men. Do you think one of those gals, once they graduate with their master's degree, is now, now time to husband up? Do you think that's even on their agenda? So you realize I've talked to you, and I'm sure some guys in our chat, I've told you about how some of these dating apps, you know, I, I'm kind of in the trenches and I mm -hmm. see what's on there. Dude, there are so many women between the ages of like 36 and let's say 42 where it's it's now or never mm -hmm. that they're not attractive they like don't have good personalities like this is not a minority thing man this is no, like this is not stereotype yeah this is not sensational piece put by yahoo news this is real fucking shit we've never seen this i don't think in society no but another way getting back to the try to find evidence you know what is truth what is reality we're trying to actually find the reality Another thing you can do, just go outside and look. And don't just look at the pretty people. Look at everybody. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. there's your empirical answer right there. I mean, it is it is a shit show it's for awful. both men and women. I'm, I'm not – I mean, you look at the men. They're no prizes to be caught either. Um, But that's that's where people are very upset because we're breaking traditional roles. 
And well, women, just because you have a vagina doesn't mean you should be CEO or be sitting on the board. And what I'm trying to point out is one, you don't want that. Being a corporate America success story is so 1990s and early aughts. Now it's entrepreneurship. And then two, those people are going to pay up the fucking ass. I mean, fine. You're Sheryl Sandberg. Guarantee you that woman is not happy. Garen, fucking, she's high on power, but she is not happy. Look, she's going to just turn into Hillary Clinton, one of the most miserable people I've ever seen. And there's the shot in Freud. You let it happen. You know why a lot of this is making me nervous? Just like looking at the big picture. You know that all these women that are going to be all alone and miserable uh, taking psych- psychotropic drugs, two glasses of wine, five cats or whatever, right. they're just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And they have plenty of voting power behind them. Don't you think they're going to try to like find a way to tax, uh, basically some way to punish uh, men for not wifing these these shrews up? I just feel like that's... It's a bachelor... Yeah, there's a... There's not going to be an explicit bachelor tax. Indirectly, of course. Indirectly, yeah. there is. I mean, it's called the income tax because we make more money. Why we're more productive. Suck yeah. on a bag at dicks, ladies. We work hard. We major in STEM. We work more hours. Don't give me this fucking bullshit. So the income tax, you could say, disproportionately affects men. Obamacare. There is uh, Obamacare. That's another yeah. way. Yeah, there's another income transfer there. Um, property taxes. Uh, men typically buy property before women will. And we pay property taxes even though we don't have fucking kids. Uh, yeah. So there's another disproportionate income transfer. Um, and then also uh, any general tax at the federal level, not because of the source, but because of the expenditure, because women live longer than men. Uh, that's not really a bachelor tax. It's more of a man tax uh, where women collect Social Security for an extra four to five years because uh, they got that life expectancy yeah. premium. So it's already there. <clears throat> I think some of the older women see the problem is they'll never admit that. Why? Why would they? Ne- why would they never advocate a bachelor tax? Here you are. You're the sixty year old Gen X spinster. You're the forty mm. eight year old millennial spinster with her cats. Why would they never explicitly state and advocate for a bachelor tax? Hmm. Is it because they genuinely feel like they're equal to men? And is that not, not even why? that? I mean, there's that too, but that's, that's not it. I I'm interested in hearing the answer to this. Cause I think that out of spite, they might out of spite. Right. <clears throat> if they said you sons of bitches didn't marry us and we're going to have a bachelor tax. What does that say about them? That they need men, that they need men. They always yeah. wanted to get married. They'll never admit that. They'll never, dude, you had, I had not just one, but several little kids who are now growing up to be adults. Not one of them is going into engineering or fields I like. If I can't get a little six-year-old under my tutelage to go and major in the right thing, you're, and the, whatever you want to call it, education, feminism, social media, media, industry, government has had women for for six decades to convince them they didn't need men. They're not going to have the epiphany and admit that they were wrong. I agree with you, except the one part that I think is kind of a backdoor to this. Like if they're voting, they can do it anonymously. Like they can spout, you know, oh, I don't need no man. And then behind the voting booth, the voting curtain, like try to pass all these measures or things like that. They, they could, but if it came out, then it still would reflect poorly upon them. 
they would still say, oh, w- women do need men after all. So I think they, the, and let's, let's be true about this. At least Democrat leadership, they, they're not dumb and they know they'd have to hide. You can't call it a bachelor tax because you're going to immediately mm-hmm. lose bachelor voters. So right. there's another political reason that you'll never see a bachelor tax, but they will figure out another way, like, you know, through Obamacare where it's like, what, you hate women and children. It's like, yeah, they'll no. hide it somehow. Yeah. They'll hide it somehow. They will. It, it's just like, no, I, I don't get. I don't have a uterus. I don't need uterine care on my insurance, you dumbasses. Um, I think people aren't thinking enough about what this is going to do to to this country and other Western countries where we're not bothering to marry these women. No, I think you'll. it will be the end of the country as we know it. It will be the end of that culture as we know it. I think women... Um, uh, the Democrats are bringing in immigrants for voting reasons, but I think a lot of fat American women like it too, because it's like, fine, I'm going to get these guys in that'll appreciate me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden now you got the, you know, wow, the, the illegal immigrant knocked you up and you can't find the father no more. Uh, but let me guess, I got to pay extra taxes for you. So I think there is an element of that, but it will not be explicit, but yeah, no, it's, it's going to suck. It's going to suck, but you know what? We don't need millions of dollars, man. Just need my little house, my little three acres. I know. I guess I'm just, I'm so used to the government. Like all they care about is protecting the, you know, the women that no, I just dude, feel like something that, would happen. Just, dude, you know what? You can let it bother you or you can just look at how great your life is. I wouldn't want and to unless, trade places with them. That's and and <laughs> yeah. And unless you're going to have kids, this is a huge one. If you're going to have kids, now you really got to fucking worry about it. Like I do not envy DT. He's got kids. Um, cause I'm like, oh shit, you really got to worry about it. But me, it's like, like I said, long as the lights are on for the next 20 years, that's all I really give a shit about, you know? And if it comes time that Aaron can't wipe his own ass, then there's the Smith and, and Wesson retirement plan. And Cappy's life was pretty damn great. You know, we, we really are the X-Wing and the millennial Falcon getting out of that Death Star and return of the Jedi before it blows up. And if we can just get out of there and, and pass on to death, metaphorically speaking, before the Death Star blows up, we're good. Even if even if we get captured in it, we had the majority of our life lived in pretty damn good times. Mm-hmm. You know, because like think about it. They, take the most successful corporate. Take those women that got promoted over you, or maybe they weren't promoted over. They're promoted over some other guy. You're like, who the fuck are these people? <clears throat> take mm-hmm. all the affirmative action hires DT had to deal with. Take all these people who did not fucking earn it. Would you trade places with them? Those no, and you're right. That's just, those ladies yeah. have got to go commute. When's the last time you commuted? I don't ever commute. I mean, I walk to my office sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> when's the last time they? Oh, I got my power. I got my power suit. I have my office. Oh, and I'm going to have a meeting. Now I'm going to have another meeting. Oh, look at me. Oh, I'm on this committee. I'm that committee. I'm like, fuck you, lady. I'd rather play video games, get a blowjob, and eat some damn good food, and go play with my nieces. And these career and, women are in such bad shape. Like they well, just okay. bad. That's the least of their concerns. They have the priorities wrong. Yeah. And and they're and what are they going to do? They're going to make half a million dollars. I know there was this uh, lawyer. I think we froze up, dude. Are you there? I think we froze. 
Am hey, I back? We, yeah, we froze okay. up for a second there. All right, sorry about that. No, it's okay. Um, there was this really good-looking lawyer chick, and I must have been given a tell or something because I'm like, hi, you know, this is back in when Cappy was a, a hunting wolf. I would, I would creep upon my prey, and I was very, very playboyish. And uh, this gal in a handful of meetings, because we had friends in common, uh, when I'd I go to these parties or whatever else. Uh, she'd be there, and I'd like, I never even talked to her once because she'd immediately sense I was like about to make my approach. And she'd turn around and walk away. <sighs> and come to find out, she was like top graduate at whatever, William Mitchell, some law school. Mm. And she was the beginning lawyer at this firm that was big time and prestigious. And then uh, just cold shoulder, no time of day. All right, fine. Uh, not too long ago, I ran into her again. And I'm thinking this is no more than four years ago. And uh, there she is, not as hot. <laughs> Definitely older. But she made partner, Chad. She made oh, partner. Okay. And she made a shit ton of money. And she did. She, I, she works downtown. I know the law firm. I forget the name of it, but it's like one of the top ones in the country. And she has an She is partner. And she, she has to at least bring in a million dollars a year. This woman is probably a millionaire 10, 20 times over, or maybe whatever the value of her shares in the partnership is. You know, this woman is loaded. Uh, but cats. I mean, that's a pansified boyfriend. Um. And and okay, lady, you get she guess what? She still gets to commute downtown. You know, her really nice Lexus that replaced last year's Lexus, which replaced the year before that Lexus. Lisa it has did. heat. It still goes through the dirt and the salt and the mud and the snow. Yeah. And uh and I woke up at 9 a.m. this morning. You know, uh oh, okay, she won. I, and I actually believe she legitimately earned that. She was that hardcore of a worker, was an affirmative action hire. Oh, you know, you have vagina. Let's add vagina sauce to our board of directors. This woman actually earned it. <clears throat> she still lost. I don't care how many millions of dollars you got. You're still lost. So I, and now it's like, and even then she, you know, I think we said hi to each other and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, so-and-so I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And that was it. That was all there was, but <laughs> congratulations. You girls won the shit sandwich. You are queen bee of shit mountain. Great. There's your money. There's your commutes. There's your meetings. Uh, meanwhile, your kid absolutely, and she didn't have kids, but meanwhile, your kids are absolutely outsourced to a nanny and uh, you've ruined their lives. And I know the reason I brought it up, I know so many women like this, whether it's clients or former classmates. I'm even friends with a couple of them. Like there right. are so many of them around here. So I know that this is a problem. Well, if no, you call it's not it a problem. problem. What is it? Is it a problem? I they guess were, it's not. It's not a problem. It's just. It, I, do they have kids? I guess it would only no, be the real. No. Okay. No. Well, then, you know what? There is no problem. They can't no, get boyfriends. Well, but there's no victim. Aside from themselves. Yeah. If there was a kid involved, I'd be somewhat upset. Like, raise your fucking kid. But I might have mentioned this to you in a recent one. Um, I know two, two people who were in that stage and they were so like desperate and felt bad that they never found a man that they went ahead and went to a sperm bank. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Now there is a victim. Yes. Yeah, kid without a father. Right. <clears throat> I think, 
I, I, you've already heard my opinion on that, but no, it's, it's child abuse. That's what it yeah. is. It is. It's child it's abuse. selfish. And it'd be the same thing if a, a dad went and got something without a mother. I, and it is the epitome of selfishness because the child is a thing now. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, but what are you going to do? You know, this is, this is where we really got to test, you know, look at this. We're arguing for the best treatment of children, unlike Democrats who are all, and teachers are all for the children. Fuck that bullshit. We're about the only ones really standing up for kids and what's in the damn best interest. And I'd be having a nuclear fucking family. Mm-hmm. But now we can't even feel bad for the kid because we have to save our own mental sanity. We could say it's wrong. We can have like, you know, uh, uh, an internal metaphorical candlelit vigil for it. But man, we got to move on. Can't save them all. Yeah. You know, a lot worse shit going on in Africa right now. And, you know, it's the sad thing, but we're not going to stop it. We don't have trillions of dollars invested into it. We don't have decades worth of invested into it in brainwashing. This is the way that one's going. Uh, you know, I think all that's going to happen is you're called a sexist. If you point this out for standing up for kids, essentially, but in the meantime, let it happen. Just let it, because here's what, here's, if there's, again, let's try and spin a positive thing on this. Those women that went out <clears throat> and had the test tube babies, uh, do you know if they're boys or girls that they had? Or I guess it doesn't really matter, but. Uh, I think they were both boys, actually. What's going to happen when the boys hit puberty? I'm pretty sure they're going to either become a violent sort of gangbanger or they'll be a prissy, you know, Typical pajama boy millennial. Right. But what are they going to... There ain't going to be a dad around. Mom ain't going to know right. shit. So they're what are they going to be... search on the internet? Uh, How to get laid. How do I get the girls? Where are they going to yeah. land up? Here. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. They're going <laughs> to the find the red yeah. pill. They are going to find the red pill. And they are going to... Then they're going to discover me and Rolo and Rich Cooper and Rouge and all these other guys, they're going to find their surrogate father that they never had. And that's the positive thing. Is they may not have it. Shut it down. Huh? Is this why, you know, there's people, YouTube is trying to shut down channels like this and, and all, all right. kinds of other. Yeah. But you'll, they'll still find it because what's the most powerful force in the world or trying. the universe, I should say, instead of gravity, what's the most powerful force in the universe? Trying to get with young, attractive women. Men's sex drive. They yeah. will find it. I mean, my God, they went to find porn. The, the extents we'd go to find porn before the internet when we were younger boys. <laughs> holy shit, we'd find it. Sears uh, catalog. Yeah, I mean, it would, that would do if you had, if it was a pinch. But by God, you'd go high in hell water. And so, I, okay, YouTube bans all the red pill material. Well, then YouTube or the red pillars will go on Pornhub. Or they'll set up their own damn site. It's not like you can, it's not like you can't, the books are already printed. They'll find it. They'll find it because they want to get laid. <laughs> and so they're not, imagine if this happened before the internet. Then they'd be really fucked. They'd be really fucked. But once they hit 13, there's at least some salvation and hope for them. Even young women are like, well, I really want to meet a, I, I give Roosh a lot of credit for writing that uh, book called Girl. Or whatever it was. Game, girl game or game? I thought it was, no, I think it was just called Girl. Girl? Maybe it, it was. It was four women who wanted to become traditional housewives. Oh, you know, yeah. Whatever yeah. girl's like, how do I meet a boy? I mean, if we really wanted to make some progress, we'd start writing red pill stuff for women. How do I, what if I, what, is there anything wrong with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom? No, there isn't. 
well, we got to start producing that stuff. But then again, the, the debate is do women even listen and blah, blah, blah. But the boys, at least because of their sex drive, it guarantees they are going to find the red pill in the future. Absolutely. Even if even if YouTube and all the all the oligopolistic uh, big tech industries banned everybody for everything, and all it is is rated G puppy commercials and, and cartoons, uh, they will find it somewhere else. They will. Right. It's not ideal, but they will find it. Yeah, I guess um, part of me, this is going to sound very spiteful, part of me just hates the idea that these women weren't good enough or they thought nobody was good enough to like become a co-parent. And so they just kind of cheat and I don't know. I don't think spite really gets you anywhere. Yeah. They're they're going to look, don't you think they've suffered enough? (laughs) If they haven't, they're about to. They're about to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the women don't want men as much as men want women, but they still want men. And then they cry Mm. themselves asleep and get a kitty cat. Okay, fine. Whatever. All right. But they are paying a price. You don't have to do anything to lift a finger. I don't think they suffer as much as men because men want women more. Um, Very interesting observation I had. I had a buddy of mine who's 55 now. Very attractive woman for 55. Mm. And I'm thinking like, boy, late in the game, she's going to – she's single, by the way. And I got some older gentlemen. I'm like, well, do you want me to put in a call? I don't know. You know, I'm just kind of tired. I'm like, wow, women really don't want guys as much as as women uh, guys want women but mm-hmm. there still is this like well yeah i'd like to and but they they're already living in their hell don't don't worry about it uh, you know don't don't get spiteful don't let the the dark I side know. corrupt you i just wonder if it shouldn't be so easy to do that but it is what uh, it let, is uh, look hey i'm on my way out the more pain they want to cause themselves go ahead i Unfortunately, a kid's going to be uh, entrapped in that, but it was out of my power to stop that anyway. So that pain was going to happen regardless. Yeah. But there's going to be even way more pain for that woman once she decides she's going to have that kid. So, um, Miguel, you want to handle Miguel? Yeah, Again? for five, uh, Miguel Angel Casillas, $5. Meritocracy, is it any surprise Ray Dalio's firm and operating paradigm is resulting in possibly the best hedge fund performance investing ROI? Do you know anything about this? No. Uh, is he, hang on, I guess we could look on Ray Dalio's. Ray Dalio's. Is he I'm, doing I'm, kind of a, an anti-affirmative action? This is the first I've ever heard of this person. Uh, maybe I'll go to news. On his big bet that failed, I went broke and had to borrow four thousand from my dad. Oh no! Ray Dalio. Uh, Google. Yeah, news. Uh, disagreement strategy rebuilt Bridgewater. Uh he's got a Wikipedia. Yeah, but what's um, I don't I don't know what is he known for investing? Like he goes the opposite of what government says. American billionaire investor, hedge fund, and philanthropist. Oh, uh, Bloomberg. Owned by Michael Bloomberg wants me to pay him so I can read this article. Fuck you, oh, Michael fuck Bloomberg. that, Mister Fucking. You're gonna take my guns. Um, yeah, I, I I bet you he's probably just a realist investor. Oh no. Uh, Dre for two bucks. The future is doomed. I mean, female. I do see those shirts when I'm like riding on the train sometimes, or I'm walking around. And I do see them. I say it's time for a change. I say let them take care of us for a while. Where's that from? 
Ooh, I, it sounds really good, whatever it was. Dirty What's Rotten it? Scoundrels. Oh, is that what that's from? Yeah. Okay. Just, I mean, why can't we all dirty rotten scoundrel it up? Oh, women want to work and pay the taxes? I mean, okay. I mean, I know most of them. Here's where the future is doomed, uh, where not only two-thirds of the women don't want to actually do the real work like our good buddy Jesse Price and work on oil rigs and be linemen and be mechanics, and then they're going to go work in some bullshit job that doesn't mm-hmm. produce anything and keep the lights on. They're also going to want to have extra taxes on the remaining third of women that actually are producing the real shit to pay for their make-believe work jobs as social workers, teachers, environmentalists, or whatever else. So that's mm-hmm. how we're fucked. That's how we're doomed, economically speaking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let them, let, I'm all for it. I'm going to be off grid. Maybe AD electricity don't even have to be. I want to have my, my vineyard. I want to be chilled <laughs> out. I want to have my food. And you know what? Yeah, ladies, you all always want to do a pie chart of the GDP like today. And then when the future is female and when the future would be like Hallmark Channel, 25%, <laughs> you know, master's degrees and worthless shit, cats. And then maybe like this little sliver of the electricity, food, clothing, shelter, and infrastructure. And there'd be no defense because we'll just love everybody. Mm. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, uh, I think scrolling. Cynic is probably the Cynic. next one. Cynic next weekend has zero women, just ten miles of hiking. Sounds like a good weekend to me. Where is he going hiking? I don't hate. I I'd like to have women around. They just can't be Marxist ones. Well, I'm I'm talking. I assume he means he's not like going on dates. He's doing something enjoyable, which yeah. is why I think it's good. But I, he doesn't say anything about where he's going. I don't think he wants um, people to know. He wants to be left alone. Probably a good idea. You know, I don't hate women either. Like I'm totally no, but 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 when you when you try to introduce something that is not what they were programmed to have by big education, big school, big feminism, whatever, you hate women in their minds. If you just introduce the concept that it is all right to be a stay-at-home mom and raise your kids, that is sexist. If you argue that hey, kids need both a mother and a father. That is sexist because you're saying women can't do it on their own. It's a lose-lose situation. Yeah. All right? Even though you are arguing for what's in the best interest of, of, of the kids. I was going to say the kids. But then also women's like, well, look, did you want to be happy? Did you want to have a husband? Well, you know, this is why I have no problems telling young women, look, the number one asset you got is your youth and beauty. Now, if you don't want to have anything to do with men or you happen to be a lesbian, you just don't want men. Okay, you actually got it real easy. Then you just, you know, engineer, doctor, or accounting, whatever. Uh, mm. Go enjoy your time and have, have some fun. But if you really want to get married, you really want to have kids, well, here's some requirements because it requires two people. But, you know, like like your uh, colleagues, hey, they're great accountants, but, uh, well, I guess. And did it ever dawn on them that, that to get men, there'd be some requirements? Like, there is an element of selflessness. You do have to consider what – I just can't go down the road, I'm trying to think, and, you know – the cops, they got really neat cars. They got those uh, chargers. I just yeah. can't go grab the cop's charger, throw on the sirens, and go, I got to do some things, like maybe become a cop myself. Are women aware that men are other-scented human beings and they have requirements? Do what? you know what a ton of the Never profiles... mind. Okay. okay, never mind. You answered my question. <laughs> okay, well, all right. All right. Oh, God. I think we're done here. I think we got them all. Do we get all the super chats? Uh, we did until Lucas, his Mansky came on. So it's Luke uh, for five bucks Canadian. Where did that go? 
It, it just came. It's like the lowest. Oh, uh, maybe it's not. One. Oh, there it is. Okay, Luke. Took my lady to the spa. She is very loving, always happy, and never <laughs> holds a grudge. She has four paws and loves balls and sticks. Nice lab. God almighty. You know, Loyalty. If you're going to write a book, how to find a man, act like a dog. <laughs> Just be happy. What was it? There was a <clears throat> guy was telling me the joke. Girl says, you know, you, you just want me to be like a dog. Da, da, da. So he grabbed his wife and he grabbed his dog and he threw them both in the trunk of his car and slammed the car, uh, the trunk closed. He waited five minutes, opened up the trunk of the car. And the woman got out and the dog got out and the woman started me. Why'd you do that? How did it? He says, look at the dog. Dog's still happy to see me. So that was the joke. <laughs> Uh, Cynic says he's going hiking in the hills an hour away. So okay. That's all. Good. Um, I think that's about it. You got anything else? No, man. This is one of our longer ones. Longer ones, yeah. Tapped I'm, out. I got to go to the... We got the Christmas party with the GF. Oh, fun. Uh, tonight, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and today's my cheat day, too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to eat a ton of shit. I have to fix a fucked up defective office for refrigerator so that'll be fun <laughs> yeah so i gotta find a suit put it on the white mm-hmm. suit you know you want to oh you dude, know you packed. want to it's packed dude mm-hmm. i totally would i totally would mm-hmm. oh you know ah oh, no i can't oh baby oh what did you do with the arcade game is that sitting right in there your... yeah. is it <laughs> nice. i can't i can't put that into storage i should get my smoker jacket and my ascot <laughs> Because this is at a country club, and I could kind of make fun of the rich people, like, "Oh yes, hello, oh, like how many of these opportunities do you have? You should, no, because then you got to play it low key on these, because this isn't for you. This is, you know, the GF's career. You know, it's her (laughs) job. I'd love nothing more to come in there like Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack. Hey, oh, Oh, hey. Gertrude, yeah, look at those tits. They're fake, but the rest <laughs> of you is wrinkly. What gives with that? Hey. <laughs> you don't uh, drink at these, do you? Because you No, no. Yeah. I uh, no, usually I'm the you know, no, I'm the sober cab. Because oh, yeah? gets yeah, she gets free booze. Oh yeah. They they this is a good this now now joking aside, they do a damn nice job on this one. Um they got really nice gifts. Like they'll give you a bottle of high-end booze. That's your gift. Ooh. Everybody gets a gift, yeah. So uh, she usually makes off like a bandit in that. But um, the only people I really enjoy talking to are like the old timers who are mm-hmm. retired. Because if they got their wife, usually then you got an in, you know, and then and if you got your assets. You can play them against one another. And uh, they, they'll you oh, this is this is so and so. I'm like, oh, you know, this is my wife, uh, Gertrude. I'm like, oh. This is my uh, mistress, Natasha. And mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I'm like, eh, I just like mistress better, you know. And then, <laughs> and then inevitably, something like, oh, when I met her, you know, when she was 16, I needed her dad's permission to date her. And then, mm-hmm. oh, I'm like, you probably had to do the same. Is she even old enough to drink? And then, you know, and then they, they eat it up. And then all of a sudden, the old man tells you about his motorcycle collection. Uh-huh. So the old man starts to he's like, oh, I hate these parties are so fucking boring. <laughs> and then then you get to know the guy. But all these middle-aged guys my age, you know, Mr. Oh, I got a hop dog. You know, you kind of want to say, What's that? I can't what? 
Take the, take your boss's dick out of your mouth so I can hear what you're fucking saying. And then forced networking. There's no greater hell in my world. <sighs> no. All right, that's it. Uh, if you'd like help out the old Capmeister this Christmas, not only look for that book coming out pretty soon, but do all your Christmas shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. You could go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's a PayPal donation thing where you get nothing in exchange. There is the Patreon link where you can go ahead and become a patron member. That also helps out. You guys saw some of Mary Jo's picks there. That is all accessible behind the paywall. And then there is the Amazon affiliate link where you click on that, do all your shopping, and you make all the money. Chad, where do people find you? You can find me at elkinscpa.com. My dad and I also write uh, updated tax guides uh, every year, although this one isn't out yet. We're, we're taking a while with that. And you can find those at Amazon. So, yeah. I think you guys should just write a regular accounting book, like just <laughs> basic accounting for the average man. Put Mary Joe on there and be done with it. Make your millions and retire happy. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Oh, with 110 people, everybody like. And subscribe. And oh, go to my Twitter account as well and follow me there. I'm at like 9,700 followers. 300 more, I'm at 10,000. <laughs> you know what happens at 10,000? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happens <laughs> at 10,000. Will you take us out correctly? All right, guys. Toodles. <laughs>